Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 328, recorded on May 27th, 2021. On tonight's episode with special guests from the Nintendo Pals podcast, Andrew, or Andros, as he's awful frequently known as as well, and Micah join us. And we're going to talk about the plethora of Nintendo news. There was a Monster Hunter thing. There was a Dragon Quest thing. Uh, Sonic, like, I don't really care about him, but he's doing a thing. And then there's these crazy rumors about a Switch Pro that might happen tomorrow. Oh, my God, cute the music that's right ladies and gentlemen i am your host today on this dumpster fire of a podcast but i am excited with everyone who is joining me today of course the man who makes me makes us sound good every single week for the most part mr jesse waldack jesse how are you sir when I don't push the wrong button, it sounds good. Yeah. So, so Every time you push the wrong button, button I reduce your pay by ten percent. By ten, by twenty-five percent. Now that you're being smart with me. Okay, sounds fair. Good. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Jesse? How I'm are good. you? I'm one, I'm one for one now with the button pushes. We'll see how, this, how we're at at the end of the night. Pretty good. I've been spending most of my week playing with a new 3D printer that I finally got working. I've been talking in the Discord how much problems I had putting it together, but I finally got it going. So I was it have a, a Pikachu model that's pretty Ooh, decent. That's nice. Yeah, I was those you, yeah, those you can't see it. It is a 3D model Pikachu, and let me tell you, that is that is something. All right, yeah, I that, that was I was shocked that that was printed. The person that created this model actually has one that would be the size of a real Pikachu if. Pikachu wow. existed. It's sliced up into three pieces that you'd have to assemble. And those pieces are still too large for my printer. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> print that one. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I would have tried. Yeah. So a 3D model printed, like, is all the source code, is it free? Like, you just kind of go to a site and you find something? Uh, yeah. There's, there's You can go to certain sites to download models for free. Some sites charge. Uh, there was mm. one, one model I spent $6 on to download. Okay. And uh, it was actually for this this dice tower that I showed you. It's a, it's yeah. a collapsible one. It extends. Oh, that's great. That is, yeah, I yeah, know that is, that is, that is yeah, blow, to, blowing my mind. You know what I'm I saying? I need to reach out to you for some sweet print projects, I guess. And that's then awesome. If, I, I don't know how to use CAD software. My wife wants me to learn because she's already get ideas going on in her head that if we can, if I can print out something that she can then use to turn into a mold, which then she can use to cast additional objects. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I wanted to do that exact thing for a full-size Squirtle fountain. Oh. A 3D print, like an actual size Squirtle, and then you can cast it and make like a cement mold of that and make turn that into a water fountain how sweet would that be? that is that's, that's, that's crazy like, that's like a personal project i'd love to do something yeah. no my kidding wife, <laughs> my, my wife does, does does some jewelry making and she has done like molten metal casting to make buttons oh, that's, hmm. that's cool well, folks, thanks for joining us today for 3D Printer Dads. Uh, next week, we're <laughs> going to talk about more about resin and uh, printing. Those are all of the terms I know for 3D printing. Joining us, not to talk necessarily fully about 3D printing, although if I see a Squirtle uh, water fountain, that would blow my mind. That voice you heard to start us off, Andros, uh, how are you today, sir? I'm just amped at like 120,000% <laughs> right now. I, I'm, I'm just so excited to be here. This is- oh, we're... 
Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. excited to have you here. I love your, like you just came in fire and before you're like, I'm energies. Let's go. And I like that energy. I like that craziness. Speaking of a guy who also looks like he's pure craziness and energy bolt rolled into one big ball, <laughs> Micah. What's going on, Micah? Not too much. I uh, just got actually only like a couple hours ago, got back from a five hour road trip to pick up my uh, new computer since my old one died. So, wow. I'm pretty excited about that. I haven't, I haven't quite set up. You can actually see it in the background if you're watching. Just there you go. There. Yeah. So, I'm pretty excited about that. And, I guess I'm maybe slightly more excited to be here than that. <laughs> sure. I, I appreciate your, I appreciate your honesty. That it was kind of like, well, maybe I don't really know. No, uh, I know. it's great to be here. <laughs> good. Well, th- well, we're so happy that you're here. Uh, and of course, uh, Andros and Micah are from Nintendo pals and you guys are celebrating a massive anniversary this weekend. Am I correct on that? Or right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So our our one year anniversary for our podcast is this Saturday and we are going to be streaming like all day uh, doing games, doing community uh, game plan, giveaways and a special one year podcast. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're super pumped. That may, that's that's probably one of those things to stack into my hype. Me. I, I yeah. you call it my my hype tank. Yeah, just roll that through the entire start now and just roll it through the next three or four days. And by Monday, you'll just be a shell of a man, right? You'll just collapse <laughs> out of pure, pure exhaustion. Yeah, just right. Pass out. Take the entire week off after that. Boss, ask what you've been doing. I've been podcasting for an entire week. I'm just so tired. <laughs> Well, of course, we're going to give you guys an opportunity later in the show to promote more about Nintendo Pals and make sure people are subscribing, pointing in the right direction. Uh, But gentlemen, I'm so excited that you're here because you guys are much like us, Nintendo aficionados. And this week has been a plethora of information, news, rumors, all kinds of stuff as we are on the edge and the road. It's more like the last 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah, well, sure. It's been enough. All right. (laughs) Like, it's just it's just going to get worse. I mean, let's anyhow, let's jump right in the news, will we? And of course, the Wii U news should have said, do it. Dang it. That's okay. I'm doing like three things at once. Do it. (laughs) Just do it some more. Do it. (laughs) Right. But let's hear your best. Do it, Andros. Do it. Like That's how it. you That's usually do it. Or do I have to do it in the, oh, do it. You can do it whatever you want. Like, it's it's really what the what the mood makes you feel. Do you know what do I'm saying? Do it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's, I like that. That That's that's high energy. I love all of that. I got some do-its in the chat as well. Well done, folks. I appreciate wow. that. Yeah. Well, and of course, the news is brought to us this week by Audible. And uh, Audible, <laughs> it's about being able to, uh, when you're too lazy to read a book, Audible. Subscribe at nintendodads.com, audible.com. Uh, of course, it's brought to us by patreon.com and all the subscribers who assist us every single month in helping this dumpster fire. And I want to give a big shout out to Derek. And why do you think Derek might be important, Jesse? Because he's a new patron. I was like, oh, please. Oh, please. Like, this is not a trick question. <laughs> yes. Big shout out to Derek for joining us. Of course, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for your joining over on Patreon. And uh, a big shout out also to uh, where is it? Bruce. Bruce, thank you very much. You made some adjustments in your pledge. We appreciate that. And of course, the amazing people who are also supporting us over on Twitch. Uh, man, you guys help us keep this this dumpster fire going. And we really, really do appreciate that. We got so much content and it's only because of your amazing support. So I digress. Let's just jump right into it. Whew. Gentlemen, 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 where shall we start? And there's just so much 
that happened in the last like two days. Right? So we, uh, we, have, <laughs> we have one suggestion in the chat of where to start, and it just all happens to be my first bullet in the notes. So like we can just start there. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Fine. We'll start with that one because I thought that was the most non-newsworthy note ever. And that's right. the point. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Ultimate gets its first update since January of 2019. A grand total of zero tracks, zero cars, and zero characters were added. It was a patch. Addressing some issues? All right. Moving on. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, folks. I don't know. Is this is this anything? Is this smoke fire? Or is this just, just doing some maintenance? I, I think I it's like, just doing maintenance. Yeah, they, uh, you know, just just because they don't do an update for over two years doesn't mean the update's going to be significant, and it doesn't mean yeah. they're going to continue updating it. Yeah, exactly. Classic switch update where uh, we get nothing. Some stability fixes, I think they usually say. Yeah, yeah, and Nintendo's pretty good to like. Even when there is something, they really don't say much. It's just like, yeah, it's a stability fix or or, or squashing a bug, and you're like, no, there's got to be more there, right? No, there, there really. If you're is. A real yeah, there fan, is more. They just don't want to tell you. We fixed this bug that caused that would allow you to jailbreak the system. They're not going to tell you that. Yeah, and it does look like <laughs> these patches are specifically to address an issue where the tournament points were being reset, and that caused match histories with friends to be reset. So obviously, one of those experiences that you're having, you're having a great time, and all of a sudden your points reset. That's not a great experience. Nintendo's uh, apt to make that change as well. At least it wasn't adding multiplayer. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Nintendo will just take away multiplayer at this point. They're like you don't know. We don't. We don't believe this is the Mario Kart experience that you should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's much there other than that update. But I do think it's interesting that it's been two years and that's the first update. All right, gentlemen. There has been a lot of presentations this week. I mean, three on the Nintendo, three that somewhat have an impact to Nintendo. Two other ones that are. So let's see. Let's talk about this. We had the Monster Hunter event. We had the Dragon Quest event. We had the Sonic Celebrates. Uh, day, day, light. There was a, oh my gosh. There was another one today. Yeah. Then there was Dying Light, one. Dying Light. There it is. Dying Light has a pre- had a presentation today. And so did uh, Horizon West, right? Forbidden West. West. Forbidden West. I was like, listen, this is not, it's not a Nintendo. I don't need to know the name. Come on now. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, did any of you guys watch any of these presentations? Yeah, I I watched I watched the Sega one. I watched Jesse watch the Dragon Quest one. (laughs) Yep. And let's see, what was what was the other one that the other Nintendo one? Monster Hunter one? Monster Hunter one. Yeah, I I watched all of them. Even though I don't I don't particularly care about any of these franchises, (laughs) I still watched them. Sure. Okay, excellent. And and how do you think it how do you think they did? Okay, well, I don't want to get I don't want to get any heat here, but oh no, this think, is this is the hot I don't think zone. everybody needs to do their own presentation. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think so. And I have <laughs> to say that no one can do the one more thing like Nintendo can. Mm-hmm. Everybody's one more thing was kind of bad. It's like, terrible. Kind of terrible. Like, hey, here's a cutscene without a title. Here's a teaser a for it. Like. With no information, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was our What was our last thing at the last Nintendo Direct? Freaking Splatoon three with yep. gameplay yep. and cutscenes. It was like five minutes of content. Mm-hmm. This was no tease and a date. At least uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a solid date, but they gave oh, you yeah. a year timeline. Like, okay, I know I mean, when this well, is coming. 
we know in this new Sonic game, I assume that Sonic will be able to run. So that is confirmed. <laughs> that, that is in, confirmed. A, in a photorealistic background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's, it's, that's my hot take on that. That's okay. I, yeah. Well, I think the really interesting part in, in your commentary, I really want to kind of unpackage a little bit because your statement is like, not everybody needs to do this. And I think the challenge is, and I would, I would, so let me, let me say this two things. I agree with that, right? Like stop it. Too many of these, not everyone needs their own direct, but the other interesting part of it is actually what we're seeing is this kind of early, early wave effect right before E3 and the concern or the challenge that we see at an event like E3. Uh, and this is, I think why last year's methodology of everything being spread out kind of sort of helped because everybody could really own their PR beats really, really in their own space, right? And so what we're seeing is these companies who are now saying, well, I don't want to be caught in the big wave that is E3. I don't want to have to try and compete against a Switch Pro or Breath of Wild 2 or whatever, you know, the next Halo. So I'm going to own my own PR beat and I'm going to come outside of the E3 cycle. I'm going to go before it and I'm going to communicate where I can. So instead of trying to like yell from the mountaintops when every other mountain is bigger than me. So it's kind of interesting that we're seeing this. And, and we did see, we've seen this before. Pokemon company has been notorious for doing this as well. A week or two before um, E3, they'll do their own events. We've seen some other directs. Uh, we've actually saw Smash one a couple of years ago to kind of clean out the fridge, right? So that they kind of get that information out of the way as well. It's interesting that they're trying to own that beat. But now I think from an industry perspective, it feels like we're just having to cover three weeks of coverage as opposed to two weeks as well. Well, and I don't necessarily think the content in them, it, it feels like there's fluff in them mm -hmm. because there's only so much they can do from their size of a company to fill a presentation. Most of these presentations, I think, were actually pretty good length, yeah. uh, but there, there's quite a bit in there that's like, okay, too much time spent on this thing, too much time spent on this thing. Uh yeah, that's that's like kind of my my take on it. Maybe maybe if they all grouped up together in this yep. in, in like a direct or something, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> like what we right. were doing already. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm okay with it, but I also feel like it does spread around. Like like you're saying, spreads out the info and makes it hard to cover and hard to consume as a yeah. as a fan. Yeah, you I mean, call it the pre three. Right, pre three. I like that. Wow, pre three. Jesse, we may just have found the title for this today's show. I'm, I'm thanks I'm to Mike. In process of writing that down. Well done. Well done. He's already got the. Uh, he's already got the thumbnail. Anything made. else? I'm, I'm golden. Yeah, you can. If you just want to go work comment. on your, if you want to go work on your computer now, you're fine, Micah. You're probably. Andros now has to try and mark, meet your bar. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike has oh, brought man, it already. That's like every episode of our show. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're 15 minutes in. Mike has met his quote. He's like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, well, let's maybe break down what some of these are. And, and, and I don't want to go into great, huge detail, Jesse. Dragon Quest 35th anniversary announcement. Can you just give me like the high level layers of this so that I don't want to like, you know, fall asleep? Yeah. Six so, games were announced, right? Yeah. Six games were announced. First one, Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi, which translates to Eraser Eraser. It's a mastery puzzle game. Okay. I'm probably going to pass on that. It's for iOS and Android. Okay. Uh, next, they talked about Dragon Quest Ten Online version six. Sorry, Holt. Can I back? Can I just pause there? Is that the title of the game? Dragon Quest Ten Online version six. Yes. It, well, Dragon Quest Ten Online is the name of the of the game, right? Version and, six. And then version six is basically the six, the fifth expansion. Oh. 
base game is version one, and then the first expansion was version two, oh. etc. One of the big things on this one is that it has offline functionality, right? Like that was n- n- not quite. We'll get to that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. oh, all right. Well, yeah. And so the so the Dragon Quest Ten started out on the Wii, so it's it's celebrating its ten year anniversary this year, and they did specify specifically called out that the game is not releasing worldwide, and it was. Text in the corner saying there are no plans for a worldwide release, which kind of got me mm. a little down because I'm like, oh, if they're talking about this here w- with English sub- uh, in- interpretation, is this coming? And no, it's not coming. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then to, to the, the third game they talked about is Dragon Quest X Offline. Which is what you th- is what you're thinking of. It's a separate game, and it's a separate instead of being. Like your traditional first or third person MM uh, perspective in, in in a traditional MMO, this is it looks like a builders set, mm. you know, like Dragon Quest Builders games, and so it's apparently the same game as Dragon Quest Ten, but it's a single player experience. So they have two games, almost the same title. But then what differentiates them is one is online and one is offline. And then whether it is the Awakening of Five Races or version six. Yeah. Awakening of Five Races is the subtitle to Dragon Quest X offline. Are they the same, like, game graphically? No, it's... It, so they're, they're totally... Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like a totally yeah. different art style. It, it's, like looking at, it's like looking at uh, Skyward Sword versus Link's Awakening Switch. Okay, okay. You know, they're two completely different art styles and perspectives. You can see the confusion, right? Like, you can see the name, the, the, like, where people can get confused on this thing. Yeah. I'm not, like, the only person who's just, like, my brain's not working. A lot of people can't grasp. Think of, think of Xenoblade Chronicles. That plays like an MMO, but it's a single-player experience. That's probably what this is going to feel like. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. okay. Now this is the first time it will be that ten will be released worldwide, correct? It okay, we don't know that. They oh. didn't they didn't mention it's going to be a worldwide release, but they didn't say that there are no plans for a worldwide release. Why would they so why, why, why not? It's in it's in limbo. They did uh it, it it probably won't come here. But they didn't say it's not. <laughs> like the online version, they did say they specifically did say it's not. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's keep going. This is yeah. Okay. This next game is the one I am looking forward to the most. Okay. Dragon Quest Three HD Two D Remake. Yes. So, so Octopath Traveler art style. No. Okay. With the Dragon Quest Three remake. Yeah, they're they're remaking the original game with with the Octopath like engine, the two D HD. Do we have consoles that are confirmed for this yet? Yeah, no. that one confirmed on all. Yep. Well, they, they said they didn't say any, but they implied it'll be everywhere. <laughs> I thought they showed I, pictures of the box, uh, the boxes for each of them for that one. You can almost hear Andros's like worry and heartbreaking. Oh, I, like, oh, I, I thought you said we. <laughs> but, I thought you said it was on the switch. What is happening? I, I don't. I don't. I, if I did, I missed it. But I didn't. I, nowhere in this entire presentation did they mention. Switch or PlayStation. So there was literally a guy in, uh, dressed in black in the shadows, basically like a referee. Oh, if they right. say start, if, if, the, if, 
if the two people talking start talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about, he blows a whistle. Sorry, they had an <laughs> N- they had an NDA ref. Yes, it's it's funny. You should watch it. You know, that, that guy blew the whistle stuff. about six or seven times. Yeah, wow. that was pretty it's, great. especially near the end when they talked about the last game and the translators trying to keep up with it. So you hear the whistle like way before you know what the, <laughs> what the context <laughs> of the whistle was. Oh, pretty great. That's great. Andres, you said you're going to look for that and try and confirm. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Cool. I want to make sure we have the Jesse was wrong bumper at the ready. Oh, let's talk about <laughs> the next one, Jesse. Okay, the next one is uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, which we, Roger and I both thought the same thing. This looked like a Monsters game. Okay. But apparently it's not a Monsters game. This is like a whole new franchise, a new type of – it's still an RPG. But, you know, we since it's new, we don't know what the gameplay is like yet. It features Eric, and which is a playable character from Eleven, and Mia, his younger sister, which is just an NPC in the game. When they were children and out treasure hunting and adventuring. Hmm. They, and that one, they are, okay, both Dragon Quest Three and this, they are looking for a simultaneous worldwide release, but no release windows have been announced or systems. Okay. Can I ask you a question? And actually, this isn't me asking. It's SEZ uh, asks in the chat, Jesse, do you think the Dragon Quest Three remake needs quality of life improvements or has it aged well? I, I well the 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 DQ three on the Switch does have quality of life improvements over its Famicom release. Mm-hmm. Things that they've added were new with four and five, like unlimited bag storage and things like that. I don't think functionally it needs anything else. I think it's a pretty solid game as is. You know, some some things they might add is that more back ban- dialogue banter with the with the party members, which is yep. something else that was added like in six and eight. They, they've done things like that. But, you know, other than this, a graphical overhaul, I, I, I don't, I think it'll be more or less the same game. And I didn't yeah. like, you know, when I played one, uh, two and three on the switch last year, I didn't like how, the, what they did. Cause mm. they, they took the super Famicom backgrounds, which looked nice. And then they took the mobile sprites for the players, mm-hmm. which again are okay, but the two of them together clashed to wall hell. Mm. So at least it, these all these games will have a uniform look and feel and look okay. like they belong there. Nice. Okay. Sorry, and I interrupted you. You were I think you were just finishing off Dragon Quest Treasures. Yeah. So that one, okay. that one's a game I'm looking forward to. Again, I have, you know, since it's a new series, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, and then this, yeah. this next one was like the one more thing, right? This one was, I think. Well, it wasn't. A, they didn't have a one more thing here. Tim oh, okay. asked, are they going to have one? I'm like, if they were to have one, this would be it. So they're not going to okay. have one. <laughs> they announced Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate. And this one has me concerned. Oh, tell me why. As after the the initial title only trailer, they kind of mm-hmm. had the two hosts on bantering back and forth, and they mentioned this will be a darker take on Dragon Quest games. They they said a Dragon Quest for adults, and we are going to change the command battle. I don't know what that means, but if they mess around with the turn based system, a lot of people are going to be upset. Because that's what a lot of people like these games for. 
They're, you know what? You, you know what? You know what Dragon Quest? You know what Dragon Quest for adults is? You know what? You know what that means, right? A little bit of a little bit of paying taxes. You know, mm. <laughs> adult I, stuff. I, 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 mm. I heard we'll have we'll, we'll, grocery lists. Um, pe- people were going the tires on the car. I know. Some people were talking about you might get a more realistic poof poof, but we'll find out. I don't <laughs> listen, listen. We're not we're not we got we got the Nintendo pals here. All right. I don't want to be starting going some weird territory with poof poofs. I don't know what that is exactly. I don't like where that's going. That's all uh, that's all I was gonna say. Right. Wild thing Micah got a new computer because he's been watching too much poof poof. You know what I'm saying? He broke uh, his hard drive. Got to get some new stuff. I, I can tell you during post show if you want to know. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, I'm wow, coming back here with that uh, fact. With that fact check. Uh, yes. The it it's stated that they are aiming for a simultaneous worldwide release. I swear I saw box art, but that must be from the Sonic presentation. That must be what I've seen because I've watched the yeah. presentation. Again. Every game in the Sonic one had yeah. had mm. systems, and, yeah, I, so, and I have them in the notes. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm seeing aiming for simultaneous worldwide release on the uh, Dragon Quest Three HD 2D. Nice. Uh, Micah... And, and, Sorry, go ahead, Jesse. I apologize. Okay, you go 12, ahead. they're also looking for a simultaneous worldwide release, and currently no release window or systems have been announced. I sure. mean, they don't have anything except the title. This yeah, is like Metroid pull, Prime 4. Yeah, I was going to say, they're pulling the Metroid Prime 4 is what they're yeah. doing right now. <laughs> Look, we've got a thing. Like, some intern was like, ah, oh, we got to do something. Uh, Mike, make up a title card for a game. Uh, I don't know. Dragon Quest 12. Everyone wants it. What should we call it? Flames of Fate? Sure. Send that over to the marketing team. Make a nice logo. Put that up. And then they tease you first, only drawing the 11. And then they draw that second line in the the Roman numeral to make it a 12 after sitting there for about 10 seconds. Just a tease. They really do. Those Dragon Quests and their poof poofs. (laughs) Right? And the remakes are just teases. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Micah. You excited for any of this stuff? Um, no. <laughs> first, first, love your energy. Second, love your honesty. Andros, how about you? I am most excited about the uh, Dragon Quest 3 to the HD uh, being made on the Octopath engine. It makes mm. me excited for the possibilities of things being remastered on in, in an Octopath style. Mm. I would love to see them do this for Chrono Trigger. Uh, for Final Fantasy games. Uh, I would even take this for like old school Pokemon games. You mm. know what I mean? Like that would look, it, it just looks so gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and to do that with a game that I'm interested in, I'm not super interested in Dragon Quest, but I'll, I'll try it out. I'll try it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, Dragon Quest has had a relatively like fair and fair enough traction on the Switch when they put out builders. I mean, and they've put some other Dragon Quest games, haven't they? Yeah, uh, they've had builder, Builders, Builders 2, um, you know, 11S. Uh, there was the Musou game. I don't know. I think we got the first one in the U.S., but not the second. And there's two of them in Japan. Uh, so, yeah, they, there's a, definitely a, a Switch crowd. And I, I've mentioned before that Dragon 
we were, when we were, they were talking about if 12 gets released, what system will it land on? And I said Switch has a good probability of being the mm-hmm. primary system for that. Yeah. Because Dragon Quest has a habit of releasing games late in a console's life cycle where mm. it's the got the market share. Dragon yeah. Quest Eight was on PS2. Dragon Quest Nine, DS. Dragon Quest Ten, Wii. Dragon Quest Eleven, PS4 for initially. So I also, I also wonder if, if, if you know, looking at that market, them having seen how hot the Switch is, especially in in um, the the Japanese market and the Asian market, uh, especially as it relates to like Monster Hunter, if that may sway kind of there where they're going to put it, in, uh, as well, right, just with that install base too. Yeah, while definitely there's still more PS4s and Switches, but considering PS4s are there's new games are still coming out, but I don't think they're yeah. manufacturing new systems anymore. What's out there is mm-hmm. out there. So and you know PS5 obviously doesn't have the install base yet. It's only been out six months. Yeah, so that's why I think cool. Switch has a candidate to be the primary system. Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, all right, folks. So that is our rundown for... Oh. I, I was going to ask what you thought yes. of it, since we, we picked on you thinking you weren't hanging mm-hmm. around, and then you then you said, I hate you both. So yeah. You were, <laughs> yeah. You were so I around. So, like, legitimately, I saw it go live on Twitch, and uh, so I just, like, poked in to get you guys a view, and uh, and then I just um, kind of had it playing while I was playing Knockout City on the screen. I wasn't actually even paying attention. And then I heard you say something derogatory about me. And so then I just said, I hate you both. Um, okay. But I did. I did have a good chuckle at the translator lady who was really struggling. Like it very much reminded me of the original Nintendo Switch uh, release. And they had that that poor translator who was trying to keep up with um, Suda, Suda 51 or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, this person's going to hate their life. But that, uh, that that translator was given a go. I mentioned early on that they really should have had two interpreters. One for so there's a different voice. You know, yeah. There was two people talking back and forth in banter, but only one interpreter doing both voices. That's it was hard weird. to tell who's talking to who. Yeah, it's a very weird decision. All right. So we finished Dragon Quest yesterday. We moved into Sonic today. And uh, that was the sorry. I just every time I talk Sonic, I just have a real hard problem with that game. Wow. With that, with that system. Uh, let's let's break down the uh, the then Sonic you're Central. Love, then you're going to love one of the questions later on. Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, did either Andros, did you watch this thing? Yeah, you yes. Did, right? I am very appreciative that Tim had it playing at double speed when he watched uh, I, I was curious about that. I was like, like how was the presentation 30 minutes and he just did 15. Yeah, well, <laughs> He's that, like, hey, I can speed this up since I'm watching him post. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't quite double time, but it, it, I did kind of call him out near the end. I'm like, are you watching that at 110, 125% speed? He goes, yeah, it's because I don't know when I'm going to have to stop this and go back to work. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. I, I watched, so I did watch, um, I did watch it in the regular format first or just just caught like a little bit of it because I tuned into it late. Uh, so then wa- went back and watched uh, the full thing from Tim. And I, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a decent presentation. There's a lot of Sonic stuff going on. Like, yeah, lot. Sonic got a real like real amount of love. Uh, he did indeed. You think and it was be you think it was the 30th anniversary or something. Just about. I mean, like he's like really kind of putting uh, some of the other anniversaries to shame. I mean, but does he have Post Malone in a music video? Right. Get out, get out of here, Sonic. But well, and then Katy Perry showed up. So, I mean, like, come on, let's go, you know? So, yeah. yeah. It's oh. great stuff. 
we, we tried posting our reaction video onto YouTube about those two videos, but I think it was a post Malone one because it, it said, this is not allowed to be shown anywhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we aren't allowed to react to it. It's yeah. just can't, can't, can't react. It just is. Katy Perry's song would have allowed us to put it up, but she'd just take our money. Yeah, well, that's but, fair. Yeah, Post, Post Malone said, "You know, you can't show this anywhere." So I'm going to do a quick, like, like Cole's note. I'm going to speed. You see what I did there? Through the Sonic stuff, and like we're going to do like a hot take. So uh, there is a Sonic Virtual Symphony Orchestra on June 23rd, and apparently it's for free. We like that's free, cool. free. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That's good. That's probably the thing I'm most excited about. Yeah, <laughs> you big, you big orchestra fan, symphony orchestra fan, there, Micah. Uh, not particularly, but I mean, I, I do like uh, video game music, and I don't know if it's some of the, I guess, newer Sonic music, or if it's going to be some more throwback. Old stuff, kind of. We're gonna be playing that like '90s rock, (laughs) all those. (laughs) I'm assuming it's coming here. Some Sonic X, nice. I think any any time that like a symphony takes like you know video game music and does it, it's always so good. Like it's just, man. I'm I yeah. I haven't. I have not been to the Legend of Zelda uh, Symphony concert, but I heard it is amazing. I want to see that so bad. That would be so amazing to go to. Didn't Jesse? You go to one? I did see. I did go to one. We were like like second row and nice. there were expensive oh, wow. seats and I had like six or eight of them with, but uh, it was a good show. And a few years before that, I tried going to a video games live show. Yeah. But uh, like only 11 rows of seats sold. Wait, so, Jesse, why did you need eight seats? Were you taking a nap during the day? I had family people with me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. yeah, funny story. Uh, when Nintendo Dads was really young, we and Zach Erickson was still with us. The Zelda Symphony came to Edmonton, which is where he lived. And uh, we like applied as media. They let us in as media uh, to cover the thing. And then they set up an interview with Zach and like the uh, conductor of the orchestra. And so he had like a 30 minute sit down one on one with the orchestra. And I was like, oh, boy, they definitely think we are much bigger than what we actually are. <laughs> so but he said it was an amazing. It was an amazing show. He had like really good seats. It was great. So apparently, apparently amazing stuff there. Uh, moving on as well. Sonic has a fursuit avatar available as a playable skin in the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Uh, this was the first. This is a game I didn't even know was coming out. And yeah. second, what is there, this game? Well, I, that was when I was, I was like, Tokyo was like, Olympics one already out. No, it's not, game? it's like, not Mario and Sonic yeah, at the it's Olympics. Just, it's boring Olympics. It's the, the, this is the Olympics. This is like real track and field. Not, oh, not Mario, not fantastical. This is just real track and field. Is this but, the announcement for this game? Like, I have not heard of this at all. I think no, it might have been it, because I've never heard of this either. Hey, uh, by the way, we're giving a Sonic costume to this game. We're and, and, and it, yeah. yeah, it doesn't really look like Sonic. It's a guy in a fursuit. Oh my gosh! I gotta have to watch this trailer, lady, later. <laughs> yeah, but yeah it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's released weird. on Nintendo Switch, Xbox Four, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Steam, and Stadia. I mean, everywhere you can be is apparently the 2020 there, Olympics you, game. You, you, <laughs> you can buy like this a... game on Stadia, Justin. Good job. What was that? You can buy this game on Stadia. Why? Why, why, why wouldn't they, you have Stadia for this game? Why are they releasing this game? 
when there was no Olympics in Tokyo. Well, it's happening this year in July. But they're still calling it the Tokyo 2020, 2020 Olympics. And, I mean, replacing well, that probably the real hard. Olympics are still going to call uh, Yeah, that's a difficult thing. Steph, I, where's the, where is, I think it's a backspace and then one. And I think you're probably fine. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Super weird, but whatever. It, it, folks, it's just going to get weirder. Yeah, All right. This, this Two worse. Point Hospital has a Sonic skin and items that will be patched into the game. This is coming on July 30th. I already forgot about that one. That's <laughs> a, and, and I don't blame you for that at all. Lost Judgment Sonic the Fighter arcade game will be playable in game. I don't, and this I've is, never heard of Lost Judgment. It, it's, made, it's made by the people who make the Yakuza games. Which so it, makes sense because the Yakuza games, don't they have like full playable arcades inside? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's very, they do. Very, but, yeah, so in, in the Sega arcades, and it sounds like there's more than one, this is a playable game, you know, full emulation of the arcade game from like 1998 or six or something. I'm, I am going to say this right now. Ninfrendo in our Twitch chat, Olympics goes to the furries is might be the best comment <laughs> so far. I think that's good. Um, <laughs> Additional announcements to come through the year with an image of Sonic logo in Minecraft was teased. Yeah, that was up okay. like a half a second with the sound effect Man, and I it was gone. That. I missed it the first time. I caught it the second time when I saw this with Tim. So that's not a bad collaboration. I, I no. like the Mario one they did. Yeah. Yeah, that feels that feels interesting, right? Like some of this stuff you're like, this did someone say, listen, intern. <laughs> You got 50. it's always the intern. It's always the intern. <laughs> you have 50 bucks. I want you to go out to as many developers and publishers as you can. And I want you to get Sonic in as many games as you can. And the guy's like, well, sir, with $50, I could get Sonic in like one really good game. And he was like, no, I want him in as many games as possible. And so they just went like $5 to every single one of these games. And was like, I give you five bucks to put Sonic in two point hospital. And they're like, deal. $5 lost judgment deal. Olympic games. $20. We believe that's a big ticket for us. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. Sonic. All right, moving on. Wow. So then there's apparently Sonic Colors Ultimate, which anyone want to tell me about this? What's going on in this game? I didn't, I don't, Sonic Colors was a Wii game originally, right? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot. It was a not see me spit every time I, I see Sonic. I should have verified this before. It but. was a Wii title. Came out actually around the time of Skyward Sword, which is uh, funny because we are also getting Skyward Sword this year. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, this, their this, two fates will forever be interconnected. <laughs> so, this just seems to be like an HD remake of that. Okay. And All right. It'll be, it'll be everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Releasing on Nintendo Switch September 7th, uh, other places as well. Then we got Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisps, which is a two-part animated series voiced by the same voice actors from the game. And a preview of the first part was aired. Episode one is available this summer. It's voiced by the game cast. Yes. Yep. So that is a cartoon? Yes. Okay. And these are shorts, so these aren't like half hour or hour long things. I got to make a note since five or 10 minute things, and that's it. Since none of us here are like super Sonic fans, apparently (laughs) Sonic Colors is like a good one, which for 3D Sonic is is something. (laughs) Probably the good one. Yeah, (laughs) it's like what people consider like the best 3D Sonic. Okay. 
forever because you know sonic really struggled coming off of a 2d <laughs> so he's really struggled coming off of 1993 is when yeah. he struggled all right <laughs> like let's be real honest here okay well, yeah. all right oh, 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 oh six didn't help things at all no but i do i did see in the reaction andre seegers uh for our guest from last week obviously from game explain was very excited about uh sonic colors ultimate as well uh then sonic origins sonic um the hedgehog hedgehog 2 sonic Hedgehog 3, Sonic, and Knuckles, Sonic CD. No system was announced, but it's presuming coming to everything. In t- Sorry, did they just like bundle all the Sonic games into one? Is that what this is? Just the first, like the, the three first three. Okay, so they're just making a bundle. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a bun- It's a collection bundle. Yeah, it's the first three games, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic CD. The question is, will they do Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic, Sonic 3 and Knuckles? The, the lock-on technology stuff. I don't know. That'll be the big question. 1990 was so weird, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what were we doing with our life? All right. You could have a three-foot-tall tower of Sega stuff stacked on each other. Yeah. Uh, The next one is Sonic Mania Team Sonic Racing. Speaking of that $5, the intern had an extra tenor and went over to Luna and said, can you do this now? And they were like, okay, sure, why not? Because now it's available on Luna right now. Um, (laughs) I I got nothing here, folks. All right. Um, we keep going into the next Sonic Prime, which is created by Man of Action, is well, apparently a Netflix series. There's a little bit more to that story. So, which one? Sonic Mania, Team Sonic Racing, and Sonic Forces will be available starting on June 1st on PlayStation Now for the three people oh, who have that service. That's pretty exciting. Those three people get to play some of the worst <laughs> yeah, Sonic games again. Ever. The intern's got about three dollars left right now. All right, after his pitch. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So Sonic Prime, it's a Netflix series coming in 2022. Did they would be a trailer? Wow, for missed all? opportunity yeah, to be on Amazon Prime. Right. Exactly. How do they what? how they lose? How? OK. And so hold on a second. They're talking like, hey, hey, we've got this game. Sonic Mania, Team Sonic Racing, Amazon Luna. And they're like, yes. And they're like, anything else you got? They're like, we got this thing called Sonic Prime. But we definitely are going to Netflix for that one. Yeah. And they're like, like, why why not? Why? What are you doing? What do you, I don't understand. It's okay. They, they collaborated, they collaborated with, uh, what's that Italian restaurant? Uh, Olive Garden for the movie when, you know, (laughs) what about, what about Sonic? It's Sonic (laughs) driving. There's so many things you'd be doing here. (laughs) So yeah, apparently, Apparently a Netflix series coming in 2022. Did we see a trailer or preview anything of this or was it just a flash screen? No, they just had a guy from Man of Action there talking about, through most of it. Is that, is and like, hey I'm guys, hoping uh, it's actually like a Metroid Prime crossover sort of show. Ooh. And it's like 98% actually and, Metroid Prime. And, uh, <laughs> a little Sonic cameo. And all of the shows that Man of Action is involved with, it's like that's oh. primarily featured like in the title, you know, from Man of Action. And he, they're, he's, they're the people behind like Ben 10 and uh, some of the other shows. I like Micah's idea. Like I'm seeing it start off with like Sonic and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? And there's like a screen, there's like a shot and he's running. He's like, let's go. And then like this blue blast of, of like a beam and he just like blows up and then you just hear the like the metroid prime music kick in and it just pans up and it's samus and the cannons all smoking and it's like no now it's my show and then, and then it gets real do dark that? do you know what i mean like it'd be amazing <laughs> that's I what i want to happen sure. 
I like where your head's at, Mike. Again, I love the energy you're bringing to this thing. All right. Someone animate that storyboard. Right. Someone help me out. Chat, <laughs> Twitch, YouTube. Can anyone animate? Let's help me out here. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. One more thing. And then there was one more thing. Sonic Zap. That's what I'm Wait. calling it. That's what it looked like. But I'm the only person who's I, I haven't seen anyone else call it that. So I don't know if that's the name or if I'm the only person who figured it out. I mean, he's running in like a crop circle type thing that kind of looks like it might say zap. It kind of oh, yeah. looks like that. I was but like, did, did, did Jesse that. just make up a name or a word completely without anything? <laughs> like, she's just like, like Sonic, Sonic Pickles. Oh, nobody's a, calling I, Sonic Pickles. I, I do have a question mark in the notes. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> it I, make I, it better. I thought that might be words, but I was like, there's no way. Like, it's it just looks like crop circles. I don't yeah, know. If, if you look at it, tell me it doesn't look like the word zap. Okay. Well, you pull it up and you send it to me and I'll take a look at this because this feels like it's way too much work for the level of Sonic enthusiasm that I have. All right. <laughs> so this is coming to Switch, uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series, and PC 2022. Um, round the horn. How are we feeling about the Sonic celebration? Is this, is this, are we feeling good about this? If you had to rate it, what would you do? I, I don't know because uh, I'm not interested in Sonic in the Sonic franchise. I've played no games. Yeah. So this is more not for me personally, but for reporting it as a news. Who says as a podcast that reports news? That's yeah, I appreciate I what you just said. There was I didn't care at all, but I had to do it for my job, so I did it for my job. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's fair. Micah, how about you? I mean, it seems like there's quite a bit of stuff. So, I mean, I feel like it's good for uh, Sonic fans. Yeah. But I I played the first three Sonic games and then essentially fell off after that. So none of these are too exciting. I was mostly hoping for a, a little uh, teaser for the movie. Yeah, I think Sonic that's too. Yeah. Yeah. And let's in that pocket. I feel like like there are, there are two things in this that I feel like are definitely misses. And I would agree with you there. I think like some kind of teaser or some, yeah, some teaser. So some short trailer for Sonic 2 probably feels pretty appropriate, right? And obviously they're not... I that image in Discord there, Justin. Appreciate it. Obviously, they're not just sticking just to games, right? We've seen movies in here, right? So we see that as well. And then the other thing that I kind of got struck on there as well is, is Sonic Mania 2 not a thing? Yeah, yeah. That's, like that, what, that's like, what people want. That's really... I mean, like, <laughs> even, real. like, even I'm not a Sonic fan, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is not what people wanted. Like maybe some people, maybe portions of it, but I'm pretty sure they want Sonic Mania too. I think the only thing really noteworthy in here is like the Sonic Colors port. Like that's yeah. like everything else is kind of like uh-huh. okay. Like okay, the Sonic trilogy collection. How many yep. ways can we buy Sonic One right now? Sure. Like it's everywhere. All of those Sonic games are pretty easy to get, and all those like extra cameos and things. I think they're cool but they're in like random things like the olympics and like yeah. all you know, it, it's nah it, it, like if this was basically hey we're doing uh colors yeah. <laughs> again yep. Yep, yep. That's, that's basically what it was for me uh, uh derek in our chat, chat says b from the sonnet or from the sega guy gets a b marking all right jesse go ahead fontes in the chat says sonic picross snap deluxe was missing there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'd say comparing it to Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest was way better for its sure. announcements. Uh, yeah. 
felt more meaty, which mm-hmm. is interesting seeing a Sonic, I'd say is like a bigger IP. IP. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. that though. I don't, I don't know. I think, I, well, I think, I think Sonic I is a well either. recognizable IP, right? If you were like, which one, you know, you've got two images. Someone's like, that's Sonic. No one's like, that's a weird dragon quest thing. Right. Like no the knows. slime, the slime would be the icon is like their, their yeah. thing. Yeah. The slime is, is probably their most record recognizable. I mean, and he's not. blue. They, they probably, yeah, they, they're probably running right up against Sonic, a blue, yeah. a blue guy with eyes. It's just not yeah. fast. And a mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, and the, 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 they're looking at it, they're probably like, are these things interconnected? Is that Sonic's poop? I don't really know for sure. Right. Like it has eyes. I don't know. It's blue. <laughs> There's so much going on there. Right. I just, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, again, they got their PERB. I will say this, though, like just so your people are a lot like, oh, you guys just bashing on Sega and Sonic. I do think like for the amount of stuff there, like they're doing a celebration pretty well. Right. Like they're definitely making sure that you have access to content, that it's introduced. They're showing you a roadmap. So they did a really good job, whether it's whether it's meaningful or or, or to the point, I think, Andres meaty. Right. Whether that's there is the question. Right. It kind of feels like a lot of like one scoops of things and nothing that probably really satisfies you. Maybe colors might be it. But, um, you know, glad I'm um, hopefully hopefully there is um, hopefully there are people are people are excited for it as well. Mm-hmm. Chat, let us know. All right, uh, let's move on to some more interesting information. Speaking of games that we may actually start to care about and start to be excited about, uh, we got some game release updates. First, Axiom Verge 2 has been delayed to Q3 2021. Uh, this is unfortunate, but sure, look it, take your time. And then yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, we got Pokemon news just because Pokemon could drop a tweet. And that's exactly what happened. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl are now but will be available as separate and as a double pack with a release of November 19th, 2021. Mitch, you a Pokemon fan? Mitch? Mitch. Micah. <laughs> Talking to <laughs> like, someone in uh, chat. Right. <laughs> Yo, Mitch, I love it. You <laughs> like Pokemon. <laughs> you just gotta like. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a day. It's been a day. I'm sure so, someone listening is named Mitch. I guess so. <laughs> and he's probably like, is he talking again? to me? Yes, we are talking to you. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Do you like Pokemon? <laughs> I do like Pokemon. Are you excited about this? Much as most people, uh, not really. No, no. I played them once, and I don't really feel the need to replay them. Sure. Like there's already another Pokemon. Like every year, you just get a new one. I don't really need two Pokemon games a year. Yeah. That's a fair argument, Andros. Um, I am much more excited for the other announcement. Ah, tell me about the other announcement. We Andros. are getting Pokemon Legends in January. I don't know the specific date. You guys said 28, but I appreciate like you were able to, I threw to you, you caught it, you <laughs> ran with it, you made it most of the way, you almost got a touchdown, we just had to give you the next little, little piece of information. Yeah, yeah, get a little fumbled on the two-yard line, that's all. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. To a yeah. though, who picked it up and ran it in. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mitch, simmer down, all right? Don't be getting jealous of this stuff. Yeah, I'm January. so pumped. I'm so yeah. pumped for Pokemon Legends, and it is coming way sooner than I thought. They were like, it's coming early 2022. Well, when they said early, they early. meant the first few weeks. Yeah. First few weeks. Yeah, I, That's I thought, crazy. I thought March, February. I was thinking April. 
Yeah, like like February twenty seventh, Pokemon Day would probably be better, better a good day for that to land. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wouldn't expect it any earlier than that. And that's this what is... concerns me a little bit because if I play Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl, I am going Pokemon Doubt, and I won't want to play Arceus. So I'm probably well, going to is... pass on the remake and go and play Arceus when that's new. This is the thing that kind of interests me. And I do agree. Like this is a lot earlier than I thought it was going to be. I was very similar to a, a late February, early March. Um, there's just a couple of head scratchers. I do think putting them this close to each other, this putting brilliant diamond and shiny pearl, like when they announce it, they're like coming later this year, we are all like, okay, everyone look at your calendar. What's that? Yeah. What's the black Friday? Remember the Thursday before black Friday? Yeah. Yeah. We all kind of pretty much had that one. The chips bet on that one. But this game coming out two months later, and also interestingly enough, in like the quietest month of the year for video game sales is a very interesting thing, right? January is typically our quietest month. Our sales are not as high. People do not have as much disposable income because they have just used it in November and December for Christmas, right? And so this is a very, and so when we see typically Nintendo actually release out their games, you'll see in the first quarter uh, or, or the first quarter of the new year, these are typically remakes, right? This is typically where they put their, hey, it's a remaster of a Wii game or a Wii U game or something that they do that is not a, a flagship move, uh, like movement. Tokyo Mirage Sessions was in that game. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, great example, right? This is a very interesting place for the Pokemon company to put this game. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I'm a little bit of a head scratcher, I would say. I'm... I'm- Put on my tinfoil hat. I like yes. looked at my kitchen. Like, okay, yeah. well, maybe, maybe okay. tinfoil. <laughs> I was like, does he have to go somewhere? What if they know something? What like, if they know they something soon after that? Uh, like, yeah, something you're have in the rumor segment. Yeah. So, what if there's stuff they don't want to be competing with for those next several months for February, mm. March, April? Oh. That's what my, are my you? Imp- what are you implying there, sir? Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's like, I don't really know. I just kind of said it, and it just walked out of my head. On, I'm not getting signals anymore. Yeah. So I, I'm. I yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm hopeful. It's like some Metroid, some some Zelda. I, I, sure. I'm still. So we're, we'll get to E3 predictions. Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll All right. My. I'll save my tinfoil hat for that yeah okay all right all right all right i'm good i'm good we'll talk i think i know where you're going i'm excited to go on that journey with you i'm gonna hold your hand we're gonna skip down the path i'm excited to see where it goes you know uh yeah so i think this is exciting stuff again not a big shock uh jesse you picking up any of these yeah i'll, I'll probably I'll, i'm definitely getting arcus uh it's whether I, I get diamond or pearl I don't know yet because, you know, as I said, if I play them, I'm not going to want to play Arceus. They'll be Pokemon out. Yeah. So I, it might be something I pick up later. Is like, there a, is next year a big anniversary for Pokemon? Like they just did a big anniversary, right? Or this is this year's the big this anniversary? This year's the big anniversary. Right. Yeah. The big two five. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Just, it just seems weird. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our quick news roundup. Let's uh, let's head over to some rumors. Let me tell you a story. Last night, I'm laying in bed, falling asleep. And as I do, I open up my iPad and I scroll through the news section. I like to pretend like I'm highly educated and I learn how to read. And, and I scroll through. Your, your, your Twitter notifications started blowing up. 
<laughs> pretty close. I, I don't know why I woke up to 20 Twitter notifications. I was like, what happened? Another uh, NHL 94 post. Right. Not again. Chris, I see you. I see you. I see you. Okay. I hear you. Um, and so scrolling through and like, you know, Apple, Apple news brings you curated content. I have a whole Nintendo section and bam, right there at like 1130 at night for me, mountain standard time. There is a post from Bloomberg and Bloomberg, ladies and gentlemen, is at it again. And this, with is an right article the, this is just as the Dragon Quest event is ending. Correct. Yeah. And then this that, starts blowing up on Twitter. Exactly. Stating that the upgraded Nintendo switch is planned for a September or October release. Uh, with assembly starting as soon as July. Now, this seems on par. This is things we have talked about before. Before, I was like, and water is wet. You know, yeah, felt and, and okay about things this. that Bloomberg has talked about before. Yeah, okay, so we're fine. And then they, then they come forward with the following. This may be announced ahead of E3 to allow publishers to showcase the full range of the Nintendo Switch games at E3. And then expect the price to be higher than the current $299. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I woke up to a plethora of tweets, reddits, comments, <laughs> expecting an announcement potentially in the next 24 to 48 hours that Nintendo is going to get in front of E3 and say, here's our new Switch Pro. Have a great day. We'll see you in September or October. Where there is smoke, there is definitely fire. And this thing has got to be coming out pretty soon. Uh, Andros, Micah, what are you thinking here? I just take it. I, I'm, <laughs> a little bit of, I'm a little bit of a pessimist. I don't think it's going to be as amazing or as big of an upgrade as a lot of people seem to think. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not convinced of 4K capabilities and such. Yep. Okay. But do you think uh, it's real? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's real? There's there's still that. Uh, well, I think it's real definitely at some point. Mm. I'm not 100% convinced it's real by September. Okay. So I am, uh, I, I, I kind of am in the same boat. I'm, I'm taking it uh, cautiously optimistic. Mm. Uh, where I, I really don't think it's going to be. Oh, I, not, I don't think. I, I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be anything bigger it's not going to be this like 4k xbox series x switch you know um i it might just be like here's the ds and this is the ds light you know mm -hmm. like that kind of upgrade it's an, a sleeker looking uh maybe, like the, maybe the screen's bigger yeah, yeah it's like like minor not yeah. minor but it's not the resolution upgrades people are like clamoring for on yeah. online uh because let's be real, like 80 million Switch owners, I don't think very many of the of the whole care. <laughs> like, like, like resolution isn't a big deal. And a lot of those uh, people already own another console with the mm -hmm. high resolution. So I that being said, I am so hyped for a Switch Pro. Whatever is <laughs> coming, I'm buying it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm getting it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like, nothing or maybe it's a bunch maybe maybe yeah. it is the 4k dock maybe it is a much more powerful screen it's bigger the switch joy cons are different the pro controllers cut in half yeah. i don't know like it could be they whatever it is i'm pumped I, and mm -hmm. i i do think that there is something because 
why not? I, yeah. I don't know. Like, like this, it makes sense. They've done it before with handhelds. They've done it before with home consoles. You get, you got the Wii. They did upgraded versions of the Wii. Then they did that uh, Wii Mini. Uh, yeah, downgraded version of the Wii. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but maybe that's what we get. <laughs> Switch Pro is, you know, heck, I would just take a dockable Switch Lite. How cool would that be? How cool would that mm-hmm, be? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm I'm yeah. I'm all here for it, and I am ready to be here with this community and with our Nintendo Pals community, fighting in lines uh, against bots and scalpers to get this thing. Like that's what we're going to be doing. That's, Man, that's I, lo- I, I love that energy. You know, I love your enthusiasm. There, you are a person who has not gone through the console wars the hard way. You are still young and youthful. We're like <laughs> six months, six months to go all over again. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this question. So, I, so, um, hmm. do we think we're getting an announcement before E three? So one of the rumors is that it's going to happen tomorrow. Well, I mean, if it we, does, then we get it for our show, and you guys don't get it for your show. So, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I'll do an emergency into a Nintendo Dad's episode? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it, if they kidding. do it before E three, it'll likely be before the the media time, which is mm-hmm. starts the Monday the seventh. So that's still under two weeks. So what, tomorrow, mm-hmm. probably not. It's a Friday. They normally don't announce stuff on Friday, though they've done it before. They normally yep. don't. So I think next week sounds more likely if they're going to be announcing it all this month. Yeah, it's month. this is very in line with how Nintendo's been doing things all COVID, uh, where it's like, hey Twitter, here's a picture, and you're like, and it just pop, and it just pops up, and then a little while later they do like a, a, a deeper look. So we may be getting just like a, a picture drop online. Uh, yeah. Not even a video. Maybe maybe a video, but but maybe not. And then there'll be like more details coming at E3. But and then it's the there. will drop like an hour later. Yeah, it's there. So if uh, there is, I, like, I don't quite understand that reasoning where it's like, oh, they want to put it out there so that companies can be announcing stuff for it. That makes me fearful that it's going to have exclusive games from third parties which is not really what i want out of a switch mm-hmm. pro yeah i want so it's what i expect the market I, I don't think nintendo will split that but i think third parties will i don't i don't know they've never have has that happened third party before because we had this happen on the ds right you got the you had the 3ds and then the new 3ds which had some exclusive games no third-party exclusives, as far as I recall. I chat can correct me if so. I'm wrong. Yeah, chat, are we wrong? Do you guys remember any third-party exclusives? Yeah, I don't and think there were. even the ones that there were that were Nintendo, those are very few that were exclusive. I'm, I'm thinking of the, thir- the third parties that are developing PS4, PS5 software mm. now. They're looking at the Switch, and I'm like, no, I don't want to rip it down that much. In a Switch Pro, they may not have to. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's the thing, right, is what it does. What the Switch Pro will allow the developers to do is to continue to play on that console, right, because they're going to they're going to be encouraged to develop for the Xbox and the PlayStation 5. And if we can get a system that has a bump, then they can at least kind of play in that. The other the other component that I continue to go back to or they just translate their content over to cloud systems. 
right? And then that becomes a much more viable option for the for an industry as opposed to downgrading or, or doing a set another you know switch pro version of, of a build. So, yeah, I there's never really been success from doing this. Like, when, mm-hmm. like I'm looking at chat, uh, Ninfrendo mentions like the Sega CD attachment or uh, even the N64 had like a disc drive that yeah. they were trying to go for. And if they upgrade significantly the existing console in some way, uh, it never really takes off. To, and make exclusive things for it. It never really takes off enough. I, I don't think it's going to do that. I, I do think the Switch Pro is going to be able to play everything that the Switch can play. Maybe yeah. maybe do it a little bit better. You have some higher resolutions on stuff. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with you. Like when I think of like what the Switch Pro is to me, um, it is the exact same form factor as your current Switch. I don't believe they're changing that form factor in any way. Uh, I believe it's bezel, screen to screen bezel, right? So, we, so we, we reduce that, not a shocker there. I believe a better CPU, right? I believe maybe an expanded storage, right? Moving that thing from a 32 to something like a 64 sure. or maybe a 128, uh, I believe maybe a stronger kickstand, right? Better, better internals really, but like your form factor isn't going to change. Um, maybe the joy cons will be a little bit better improved. Maybe, right. Hopefully. Like they're, yeah. Like I really, I really envision this being, there being three, I've said this before. I think it's like the iPhone model. There are three models of the same iPhone, right? The iPhone 12 or whatever it is. Do you want the small one? Do you want the medium one? Or do you want the big one? Well, what's the price difference? Price difference is about, you know, soup to nuts from a, from the light to the pro. It's going to be about 200 bucks. What's the big difference? Well, this one over here, you know, the buttons are better. That's expanded memory. Like all those things. Like when we go and we talk about a new iPhone. Yeah, it's got a better camera. It's got more gigabytes, blah, blah, blah. Faster processor. Oh, okay. Like, I think that's the skew they're going for is a three choice. And that the pro model is really like the pro consumer one, like that one, like, yeah, if you're a person who wants really, you know, more memory, you want a better screen, doesn't have to be there. And so I believe that what they're building is that the architecture will be any game on any of these platforms can be played across it. Light pro OG. And it just, it just, the, the, the experience you receive is going to be different, right? If you're, if you have a, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 and it's on the on the Pro, then it looks it looks it looks beautiful, beautiful. You're running it on the light or the OG, it still looks really, really good and you like it, but it's not like the, you know, the graphics are, are not French, you know, are not uh, chef's kiss, right? But they're really, really good. So that's what I think they're doing. Not French kiss. I know. I was like, that's not the word. I was like, is anyone gonna let me anyone gonna let me let let, uh, let that go? No, no, Andros. Sorry, I should have. That's okay. No, it's okay. You come in my you come into my show. You 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 call me on that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of imagining that the Switch Pro upgrade resolution wise in terms similar to what Xbox One S did. Mm. While it doesn't render games in 4K, it can upscale to 4K. So say mm. you want if like YouTube that does support 4K, you can 4K stream, and that'll look like 4K stream. But yeah. games won't render in 4K. Because we don't want 150 gigabytes of a game on an SD card. I feel like I got a... what 4K textures do to games. Got to come in here and say uh, a lesson in in, uh, hype train uh, passengering. And that is, you know, it's okay to get like way excited and way pumped about these things because I'm I'm pumped. I've got like tons of energy for this. I'm I'm so excited. 
but don't let that bring your expectations so high that you're disappointed. And I can guarantee that when this gets announced, um, like there's going to be a surge of disappointed people. Yeah, It's Uh, never going to be what everyone wants. Right. It's yeah. I I, like, and and in this case, I think people uh, are expecting far more than they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't come in, I come in for Nintendo stuff. I just things in general, low expectations, high hopes. And I'm yeah. pumped about those high hopes. Uh, but when it comes out and it's not exactly what I was, you know, predicting and thinking, it's still cool. It's still cool. And I'm still excited. Yeah. That's my, that's a, my dad lesson for today. It's a smart. It's a good dad. That's a, gets a good lesson in all of life, especially as a dad too, as well. All right, folks, uh, let's jump into, uh, we've done the rumors, let's do a quick little discuss. Jesse, you got a button for that? All right, gentlemen, I'm going to read off this little piece of uh, community information, then we're going to come to you guys for your road to E3 predictions. So get the get ready, get hyped up, and let's go. Uh, it was one of the, one of the things that's been happening in the uh, Nintendo Dads community is a community vote, and for the winner of the community's entry for the Nintendo Dads 2021 Video Game Hall of Fame. And it has been a tight and close race through the entire several, several weeks that we have been running this. And ladies and gentlemen, the 2021 Nintendo Dads video game Hall of Fame game is Super Mario 3. Super Mario 3. Round of applause, Super Mario 3. And interestingly enough, coming in a very close second on the votes is Plock? Blunk? What the heck? What is this game? <laughs> Plock. Plock. Let me just that's say that's that all I know is, about it. The reason Plock lost is uh, sitting here in this virtual room with us wearing an orange <laughs> shirt. Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, my goodness. I petitioned for my co-host to come on. Petitioned. And help me get Plock across the finish line of winning. And what did he do? He stabbed me right in the back with a tanuki tail. Wow. And voted for Mario Bros. 3, which Mario Bros. 3 deserves it, guys. I, sure. I, I, do, I do think Mario Bros. 3 is a fantastic game, but Plock, yeah. man. Plock. I love Plock. Out, out of nowhere. He's try- yeah, he's trying to convince me to vote against my conscience, and I just couldn't do that. Plus, there's think- like offers of money and stuff, uh, and that was real shady. Wow. I, I pulled wow. some pretty shady garbage to get Plock up to where it was. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit that, guys. I, I, I apologize to Zablanc uh, and to all, all those guys who uh, I uh, detracted their vote. Wow. Tim's not on here to explain what happened. But I, the, vote, the voting was weird. At one point, it was a 9-9 tie, and Tim said, hey, we need to bring a tie. So if you haven't voted, vote. Or if you want to change your vote, change your vote. And so I voted for SMB3 as vote 10. And then half hour later, it says, oh, we're still at a tie. It's 8-8. Eight eight. They lost votes. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> he took off the he took off the host votes after I pointed out, well, hey, the hosts already got oh. to put one in. So, uh, <laughs> wow. I pulled, yeah, I pulled some really shady political stuff. I, there was no money involved. Mike is making that part up. And apparently his conscience uh, it doesn't have anything to do with our friendship. There's no, there's no guilt for our friendship in there. Um, so that's fine. You know, politics, that's just how it goes. 
Well, uh, I was a little disappointed that Metroid Prime only had like two or three votes. What's up with that? <laughs> that is a bit odd. Who's who's yeah. running this show? Same back with there? Ocarina yeah, I mean, of Time. I was like, Ocarina of Time is like the, that. is the greatest game of all time. Also, I am very concerned about our system in place that we have. If Andros can really manipulate that quickly to get Plock almost almost to win, I think oh. we need to take this program off the I boards think- and we need to reevaluate the ethical. <laughs> well, we voting have a system that we have in place. If you remember what the debacle with Double Third. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do <laughs> well, have a okay, bunch of. Okay, well, well, wait a second, guys. Uh, there were nine <laughs> votes. There were nine votes on Plock, uh, and the Plock <laughs> is the Retrologic mascot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm making that official for Dan. <laughs> Dan's listening. He's like, wait, what? Uh, but so, yeah, that's it's it's a big thing in the retro logic community. We're always talking about Plock. We talk about yeah. it a lot on Nintendo Pals too, uh, and about how Metroid Prime sucks, like <laughs> worst game ever. Nice. Uh, we're seeing a lot of interesting comments in the uh, Twitch feed uh, to Mitch. Uh, I'm sorry to say these things to you. Uh, come on, Mitch. Uh, what the Plock, Mitch? Uh, Plock will rise. Plock is bigger than all of us now. Um, so I, I, I don't know how to break this, you guys, but Plock is kind of a garbage game. <laughs> how dare <laughs> you? How dare you? Even I mean, he, even Nintendo Voice Chat mentioned it in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. I got to throw this out here. I mean, this is I was so excited. Uh, Tom Marks of Nintendo Voice Chat. Call, brought out the game and he he described the game and the rest of the crew was baffled just like Micah like what is this game like this is way and then latest Scott the Waz video Plock was in as a throwaway joke I'm like what happened when did this game all of a sudden just get, it's it's all from Blown the logic community where I, I mean I that's where mm-hmm. it started the epicenter I mean, that's Dan. Dan is kind of the epicenter of all good things retro logic. Of course, found on the Nintendo Dad's uh, family of video of podcasts and content. Um, you know, just fantastic stuff. Changing the world one game at a time. Uh, and also, I just want to make sure everyone is aware if you are concerned or upset about this voting, and I can understand that you are, I want to ensure you that if you have concerns, you can email us directly at timothy.off at nintendodads.org. You can send all of your angry emails to him, and he will respond in a timely manner. If he gets that, that is all. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Tim's like, that's not my email address. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Of course, guys, we are on the road to E3, uh, and we have had some guests come through already. Uh, uh, of course, Andre Seegers was here last week. This week, uh, yesterday, Barry Dunn popped in for episode number one on our YouTube series. We have got a bunch of other episodes already queued up. We're running all the way to E3, but of course, we bring our special guests live, and that is where Micah and Andros come here, and they share their E3 2021 Nintendo predictions Gentlemen, what have you got for us? Yeah, you want to go first, Andros? Or, 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 or I Micah? At Micah? I don't yeah, know. Okay, okay. Really okay. I was like, all I, I saw was you pointing down to your I stomach know. or your crotch, and I was like, I don't really know what's going on. He's like, I'm pumped. I'm ready for this. Yes. yes. I, mean, I, I believe I went first last time, so I think it's only fair. All right. Good, well, I, I, good point. I, I have so so. How how in depth are we going to go with this? Man, you can go as in de- you can go as right. as deep as you want. All right. So. Picture this, y'all. Oh, wow. We get, we get a scene opening up. Okay. 
it fades in and we see Star Fox and Falco in space in a dogfight, just shooting up stuff, shooting up stuff. And they crash onto like this meteor asteroid type thing. And Samus is there. They're all shooting at stuff. And you're like, what? what's happening? And then you just hear, and Master Chief jumps out and it's Chief and Smash. Boom. Wow. That's how they start us off with this show. Okay. You're you're gonna lead your you're gonna lead your uh predictions with that. Yes. See, I, that's thought, like, I, thought, I thought you were gonna go with like Dinosaur Planet 2 or something. Before, no, no, no. <laughs> before that. No, 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 no. We're gonna smash reveal and okay. Halo Halo came in. for Smash. Okay. And you're gonna you're, we're gonna see that and it's gonna be immediately followed up by an announcement of the Halo trilogy getting ported to the Switch. Uh, similar to what they did when they announced Dragon Quest XI's character in the game and then immediately showed, hey, Dragon Quest XI's coming to Switch. So that's that's my that's a, a prediction I have for the start of the show. Or to, I, I don't know, maybe they'll put it in the middle, but I think that's a good lead. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm loving that. You know what I'm saying? You're hitting hot. You're hitting hot. I love that. All right. All right. And then we're going to get, you know... Uh, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's good. Cool. They're gonna they're gonna hit hard, and then we're gonna get some some like okay, uh, maybe maybe some extra Skyward Sword stuff. I don't know if this is gonna be an E three thing, but I do think we're getting Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD. I, I think that's a given. It's yep. just sitting over there on the Wii U, and you know Nintendo loves that easy Wii U money. Like they're, they're they they do. It. They are a fan of it. And those those games are sitting there ready to be ported over. And I, I think I think those are just a matter of time. And I okay. will buy them again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. Okay. Uh, and then for I'm the, hoping for the fourth for, time or third time. I am hoping for in addition to that an HD collection of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Now, I don't know if those will be coming all coming this year. I think that's a little too packed for Zelda in one year, but who knows? Uh, it's it's the anniversary year. Maybe they're just going to, you know, put all Zelda on Switch. It's so Skyward Sword's announcement. I'll, I'll be real, guys, like threw off my predictions this year because they mm-hmm. put it in July. You're like, yeah. it's like mid it's kind of middle, but late middle of the Mm -hmm. year and they don't leave you a lot of room to do more zelda like i was thinking if skyward sword i think it must be a pandemic thing like skyward sword must have been a pre-e3 game originally Mm. i'm I'm guessing it was like uh march probably probably the january game this year yes uh and so i'm i'm hopeful that they have the other zelda stuff and maybe it's just a little pushback so if so i i i Love your energy. Love where your head's at. You're thinking four Zelda games potentially. I <laughs> know. I'm like I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm on the hype train. That's going way, way too like fast. yeah way yeah, too you, fast. yeah. So does Breath where does Breath of the Wild fit into that sequencing? I believe Breath of the Wild two is the holiday title this year. I believe it. I, I that, mm-hmm. that's what I think uh, is happening, um, and that's. That's why I think they positioned Pokemon in November and in January. They don't want to be in December competing with Breath of the Wild 2 with a Pokemon Legends game. 
Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe a November launch, maybe. Uh, and then I'm thinking maybe the ports for the other Zelda games coming. Let's see. We got July, September, September for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And then we'll get the Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask, but those will be 2022. Oh, after okay. after legends uh these are i'm like pulling these dates out of the hat right now sure. guys. This, is, this is not planned sure. i just have the games in my mind of what of what's yeah. going to get announced i brought yeah. i brought my zelda shirt i'm i'm yeah. all for the zelda yeah so i just want to reiterate here that what you're believing is that we are going to get six zelda games in approximately 12 months time span maybe nine months <laughs> we're getting six so, dragon quest games so why not I think so well, because them, but because a majority of those are ports. I I, yeah. I think that I think they're going to probably. I don't want them to, but I think they're probably just going to port straight over all of those things. Okay. Uh, they they don't need to do anything to Twilight Princess Wind Waker besides take away the gamepad functionality. Uh, and I I'm hopeful that Ocarina of Time and Jora's Masks are enhanced versions, like HD versions. Of maybe the 3ds, but yeah, that, my my son and I was talking about that the other week, and yeah, he want he wants to see those come to Switch as HD remasters of the 3D version as the base. Yeah. Nice. So along with that, I think we're going to sprinkle in a 2D Donkey Kong. I've, I've heard rumors of that. It makes sense. It's about time. I think we might also see some more Kirby, uh, a, a Kirby project of some sort, and then new IPs. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna see some new IPs that they're gonna they're gonna like push like Arms, you, you know you know what I'm saying like like when Arms yep. came out they were like, look at this game it's incredible free trials of this game coming out where we're and it was like new characters coming out and they just kept going with it and kept pushing it and kept pushing it, so uh, the famed sequel to Arms Legs will be getting Legs, <laughs> sweet coming. excellent I'm excited for that one. And then let's see, like that. That besides that, I'm really hoping that we're getting a double Smash character announcement. They'll mm. close out with a Smash character announcement as well, and that one's probably going to be a first party. Uh, and I'm hopeful for Waluigi. I think Waluigi's it's it's his time, and I think that would be that would be a big hype moment. Um, either that, or we're getting like something weird. Tetris L piece. Nice, please. Yeah. Okay. Those are those are my. I, I'll, I'll save. I've, I've got. I've, I mean, I could go on the E3 predictions all all day, but I, those are like the big hitters. I think we're getting like Master Chief for Smash, a bunch of Zelda, and then you know sprinkle in some Donkey Kong, Kirby, that stuff. And then in between all that is just going to be like you know cool stuff, some third party stuff, and you know uh, maybe one or two team. DC superhero girl squad. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, uh, I we'll get a couple of them. And sorry, I don't, did I, did I hear it wrong? Is there no call on Metroid? I'm leaving that one to my, my uh, Metroid loving buddy. Cause right. I am a hundred percent positive. He's predicting that. <laughs> okay. All right. Mitch, what do you got? Uh, Mitch. But I think, uh, the, I think they sh- will probably have, a Smash character announcement. I have no idea who it's going to be. I hope at least one, I think there's only two more planned. At least one of them is Waluigi. 
I'm not even like a big fan of Waluigi, but I'm offended for fans of Waluigi because <laughs> he's like for the only like non-main uh, Mario character that is not in Smash. Um, yeah, I'd actually definitely have to see another Kirby game, but I'm going to predict Kirby's Air Ride 2. Oh, that'd be Mostly so good. I just really want it. All my predictions are just things I really want. Sure. By the way, so. This okay. isn't a predictions list anymore. It quickly it's became a, it's a, it's a Christmas list. wish list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think there will be uh, some Zelda announcement, but I do not think it will be uh, as many games as Andrew slash Andros thinks. I believe it will be a one or two ports or maybe a new 2d but i think to end it they'll uh they'll they'll do the uh, one more thing because you know nintendo loves that yep so it'll fade in from black and it'll be the metro prime 4 logo and it'll have some sweet music playing and then underneath it it will say still in development (laughs) and then fade to black I love it. I love, like welcome to 2019. So here's here's my my prediction oh, on the yeah, Metroid thing. I I do think that we're going to get guy in white room or or black room. You know, like uh, develop not developer. Or, uh, what do they call? It? What do they call them? Like the project lead. Yeah, the project boss. And he's gonna go. Manager, yeah. He's gonna be like, I'm sure you thought that we were gonna give you some Metroid Prime Four news, but. Unfortunately, we don't have anything to show on that today, but we're working diligently to make that come. In the meantime, check out this other game in the Metroid series that we got coming. And then Pan Federation Force 2. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're going to get a 2D Metroid. It's, it's going to be uh, a Samus Returns-esque 2D game. Or Maybe new. Nintendo Maybe. Dogs, but with Metroids. Oh, Nintendo yes. Dogs, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I, I, like I, I do think there will be some uh, Splatoon 3 information it's coming out next year. Although, I guess if it's late next year, they probably won't. Yeah. I'm hoping mid next year. Um, Just bring back the guy in the like lab coat. Yeah, he, he, I, liked his, I liked his enthusiasm. Yeah, and I believe yeah. they said we wow. would hear more about Breath of the Wild 2 this year, and I think E3 would be a good time for that. Okay, and 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 Michael, where when do you think Breath of the Wild 2 is being released? Well, I'm real hopeful for uh, this holiday season, and I mean, yeah, I'm just going to go for this holiday season. I think it's it's not too far fetched. It's been a while, and I believe it seems like Breath of the Wild 2 will essentially be using like the same game game engine. And the same sort of art style. It should be quite a bit less work. So I don't think they'd have to work on it as long. I like it. So. Okay. Gentlemen, any, I like it. Yeah. Any, <laughs> any hot, any hot takes from your like third party developers? You've kept, you've kind of kept really tight in that E3 pocket. Anything from third parties, any indies? I don't know if we're going to see any, like a ton of indies. At, at E3, unless they're big indies, uh, maybe we'll see something more about Silk Song. Silk. <laughs> they I said they will know. not be there. Uh, yeah, no. Nope. That, but like Spelunky too. Oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah, we could get a, a date for that. Uh, like I feel like that's part of the sizzle reel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, there's dates, 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 dates. Uh, and then that's when so, I'm on like nonstop typing for three minutes straight. That's yeah. 
trying to get all this information in the sizzle. Maybe the Celeste developers with their new game. I can't remember. It's a good one. It's a good call. This sounded like it was a pretty early reveal when they revealed it not that long ago. I'm trying to think what indie indie groups we haven't heard from for for a while that have been working on projects. Maybe it's time for uh, Toby Fox Undertale. Yeah. Fox, maybe maybe he, it's time for him to come back pop, with. Pop he up. was working. He was working on Delta Rune. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's going to come. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of like out there prediction. Third party wise, I think uh, we'll see some. Like, we'll see like rando sports titles come over. Like those will be part of Sizzle Reel. So we'll be like, oh yeah, NBA Two K Two Two coming yeah. out this year for some reason <laughs> sports, and, story. Uh, sports story sports story would be an, uh, a good one to show because i know people are excited for that maybe we'll get even more details on mario golf doesn't that launch the same launch like two weeks later yeah maybe the 25th maybe an announcement of more characters for that Could be. Yeah, okay. I, well, that's not. That's also first party. Like, I can't yeah. get away from the first party. That's okay. Uh, I see in the chat here. Third strongest mole. Cap uh, saying Capcom maybe where's my Mega Man? So we might see a call out for Mega Man. I have on my list here bug snacks. Oh yeah, yeah. I that's a good call. Bug snacks could be announced. Uh, I still haven't played that game yet, and I've had it. How long? Much. When did that launch? Bugs. Bugs. That was a PS5 launch in November. So it'll come November. If that's they did, how they all, if that's they how they did they a one-year exclusivity. Yeah, yeah I, mean, but I, I mean, we're getting Fall Guys a year later. Well, that one got deleted. Yeah, uh, but yeah so I think, I think we're going to see it announced, like Bug Snacks coming later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're going to hear that Pathless will be coming to the Switch as well. That was an Apple Arcade game that was also on the PlayStation. I think that will also be coming, I suspect, very similar to when we are going to see uh, Bug Snacks as well. I believe we're going to hear about Life is Strange coming to the Switch. I think that it was not announced at their event not too long ago. I think it's being held for uh, E3, and that's where it's going to be announced. I think right. we'll, we'll hear from Thunderful. Uh, we are going to hear from Thunderful. I suspect uh, we're going to see a um, SteamWorld Dig 3 is what I'm also thinking as well. Yeah. Cool. Jesse, is there any kind of predictions that you want to throw in? I know we kind of doing predictions for like three weeks in a row, but anything that you want to add on or, or attach to it? I don't think I've come up with anything that we haven't already talked about. So okay. I'll try to come up with something next week, but I think that's unlikely. <laughs> okay. Uh, Andros, I want to go back to you. You talked earlier about your tinfoil hat craziness and your sequencing. We talked about uh, Pokemon Legends. How does this all stack up with E3 Legends, the Switch Pro? Talk us, talk to us about your timeline that you've made. You've made up. Yeah, so I, I don't think they want to compete with Zelda. I, I think I think they want to space their stuff out. And we're we're at a point where there's so many rumors boiling on so many different franchises that we could really be seeing a major thirst thirst first party not a major thirst party a major first party Could be interesting too it <laughs> also uh, sounds like dad's up to dark material <laughs> major first party uh title every month following mm. e3 we already have june with mario golf 
July for um, Twilight Skyward uh, Sword. Skyward, Skyward Sword. Uh, you get August. Maybe they throw in that new Donkey Kong. Uh, September. You know, I already I already laid out like Zelda for uh, September, and Breath of the Wild is the holiday game. And I think they're doing it in January because they've got something big coming in the March, April timeframe. Maybe that's when Splatoon three will be coming. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, but I also, I also am really hopeful that it's like a full on Ocarina time Majora's mask. Like yeah. they're, they're going all out for that. Okay. Oh, I left off my, my biggest, my biggest like wild card prediction is we're getting Wii sports. Oh, we, we are getting, we are getting a return to the Mies. Uh, it's, it's been teased. It's been. Gentlemen, gentlemen, you know that the Mies fully killed the Wii U, so you can't right. bring them back. Well, they're coming back to kill the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> kill the Switch with some sales. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, I, I, I point this out, and, and I'll give the counterpoint as well, but Wii Sports is the greatest selling Nintendo game of all time. And people go, well, yeah, it was a console bundle with the greatest selling console of all time. Andros, that doesn't count. Okay, well, uh, Wii Sports Resort is uh, also in the top 10 selling games of all time. And that was not a bundle game. So uh, get, get out of here. Wii Sports is a seller. Oh, it's really aggressive. But it, but it yeah, kind yeah. of was writing the hype of a bundled game. So I don't know. Writing the hype of because it's a hype game. So Wii Sports will return in some form. It might not be called Wii Sports because we no longer have Wii in the name. It might be Switch Sports. It might be Me Sports, but it's coming. And it's going to be like an HD remaster of what was on Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, plus some new stuff. Maybe they're just going to take collections from Wii Play, Wii Party. Didn't they already try this with the Wii U? (laughs) A bunch of these games and pull it in and bring. Well, that was bad. Wii Sports on the Wii U is bad. That was just the game, the old games with online. Like that's not enough, but that's that's going to be in this. That's going to be. And you had to buy the games piecemeal. Hmm. Gentlemen, what do you think about a couple things? Do we hear anything from Animal Crossing? They have been very quiet. Uh, what about Mario Kart Nine? And is the uh, team that's developing Super Mario Odyssey or developed Super Mario Odyssey doing anything? Rumor has it they're working on this Donkey Kong thing, right? Right. Correct. But that's a 2D game. Mm -hmm. According to the rumors. I hope that it's a 3D game. Let me say that. I I want it to be Mario Odyssey and Donkey Kong World. How cool would that be? Like, so great. Uh, Yeah. Michael, what what are you you thinking on on those? Thinking things. (laughs) 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 Cool. I forgot your question. Was- <laughs> sure. Okay. I'll um, let's let's piece it out. Micah, uh, Animal Crossing. Anything being announced there? Right. Um, I feel like they'll probably have some sort of announcement. I don't think it will be anything too big. I think it'll be a kind of minor thing. They'll have a minute or two for it, but I don't think it will be anything big. Okay. Uh, Mario, you got to ask me these questions separated because like yeah, that's fair. Straight. Yeah, I I, I want to add on that. I think we're gonna. This is where we're gonna see the Animal Crossing season pass introduced. This is where I think we're gonna see it. They've gone quiet. They haven't had any updates. Uh, my next question to you is Mario Kart Nine. Is it happening? Uh, I think it is happening 
but not until Mario Kart 8 stops selling so well. <laughs> I think yeah. maybe there's like one more year, and I think it'd be prime time for Mario Kart 9. Yep. It's like it's like 2022's holiday game. Okay, I like it. And my last question is Mario Odyssey 2? Question mark. I hope so. I mean, it. I feel like there's enough demand for it that it would sell very well, and they should know that. But I'm not going to get my hopes too high. That's fair. I'm wondering if like. Uh... Animal Crossing. I, I'm kind of thinking Animal Crossing is going to be silent. It's going to be, there are going to be radio silence from Animal Crossing. Further infuriar, infuriar, infuriating the the, <laughs> the crowds just wanting Brewster so bad in yeah. their game, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be, we're going to see like not much. And it's going to be like not 2022. It's going to be 2023. Boom. Massive update. Just tons of stuff. It's like a new game again. Yeah, like that's, cards. I'm I'm thinking I, I'm thinking they weren't prepared. Uh honestly, I don't think they were prepared for the game to sell as well it is as it has sold. Now New Leaf sold pretty dang good. Uh and about three years in, they did a major uh, overhaul update to the game. And I, I think that's what we're going to get here as well. And that was their plan. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to give it a boost of sales three years down the road. And they're having to rush that because of the success. And they're trying to ride this wave with these like small patches and they're doing these collabs with, Hey, get these sangria cards, get the, get the Mario items in there, get this stuff in here faster than we were originally planning. Mm -hmm. I think that is what's going on yeah. behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good commentary, um, which is an absolute shame because I really thought that they had a better roadmap um, than what they what they actually are, are showing us right now. But can you blame them like Animal Crossing? No one could have expected the sales that Animal Crossing got like it's it just blew up. Yeah, but I would have hoped that they would f take resources from other things and funnel them into it because it is a cash cow. Yeah, yeah well, for like, sure season pass yeah yeah for sure that would sell and it would do well yeah yeah when you've got 35 million copies of that game out right now and let's just i mean let's just let's just let's just play right so we should say let's say let's say 50 percent of the people buy it all right so uh that's 17 million people buy it and let's say it's a 10 dollar season pass what is 10 times 17 million 170 million they could make $170 million pretty quickly. Well, I was really nervous you are going to actually make us answer that. I was also really nervous. <laughs> no. First, also I was really nervous that my math might be wrong. I was like, these are big numbers. Uh, these are big numbers, Justin. So well, let's see what I, happens I, I confirm your calculations are correct. Well done. That's why we keep you around for the music and for calculation um, verification. Uh, we don't. We don't need. We don't need it for that. We have. Uh, a, there's an app now on the Switch that does math. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> your job right? might be getting replaced by automation. By the Switch. By the Switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a. There's a. There's Just a, wait a, until they come out with the you know I the bumper app. I was yep. per personally not wanting to talk about the calculator app on the show, but yeah, there's a ten dollar calculator. Uh, app the switch are you upset because you didn't get your ten dollar calculator app on the switch <laughs> got a free one on my phone i don't need but did you not build a calculator app for an, an ios device at some point 
It has I build, amazing I reviews. Build a, I did build a calculator app. Early, it's, like uh, a, it's like a nine but, on Metacritic. <laughs> out of 100? Metacritic. Out of, out of 10. <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, that's... That's, Have you guys that, not seen this? It's, it's, oh, the reverse, seen it. yeah, it's, it's, it's the reverse of a photo of a review bomb. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's honesty. It's, it's the five, the five <laughs> I don't know. People they no, to review it are the only people that reviewed it. It's just a bunch of people. It's like the the you read those Amazon reviews that are just so funny that you you that that products all of a sudden blow up like the the triple wolf moon shirt. Yeah, You've seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a 10 pound gummy bear bag. Oh, Hilarious reviews. reviews though. <laughs> Hilarious reviews. And that's what they did for this calculator. And I love it. I, yeah. I went through reading those and I was like, man, uh, improved roster. Uh, they left nothing for the sequel. I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. For the calculator. <laughs> Two things in the chat. I want to say first, third strongest mole. You guys are really sell- selling this calculator short. You have to invest in the series lore to really get it, which is freaking brilliant. <laughs> Thanks mole. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one that I really want to call here, Fontes uh, says E3 Nintendo headline, all existing games get a stability patch update. You're welcome. Yeah. That, that, that lore of Pi and E having a love affair with I. It's just, it's just crazy stories. So I'm going to say this. I feel like that was a really well contrived and really well structured math joke. I didn't get it, but I'm going to say so, freaking awesome. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, I feel not smart enough to understand these jokes. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I, 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 I just, I just, out. I just gave you two irrational and one complex number. All right, gentlemen, thank you for your uh, of constants. Thank you so much for your predictions. We appreciate it. We're going to move on. Jesse, you know that I appreciate you and um, I appreciate what you do here. I am looking at this (laughs) two and a half pages Oh gosh. of Pokemon go notes. And we are not going through this, but I know that people come here just for you and the Pokemon go updates. I am giving you two minutes on this timer to get through those updates. Once the timer goes off, I don't care where you are. We're moving on. Okay. Do we have a deal? Sure. Let's do this. All right. I'm going to do this. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, two minutes is on the clock starting now. Okay. Pokemon Go Fest 2021 has been announced uh, July 17th and 18th. Both days will go from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local times. Thanks, Justin. Um, Day one, we'll have events for everybody, whether they have a ticket or not. There'll be an hourly habitat change. Hourly habitat changes that changes the spawn rates, uh, the the spawns, uh, what's in the wild. Uh, There'll be raids that will include Hitmontop, Cranio, Cranidos, Dino, Glarian Forms, Ponyta, and Zigzagoon, all wearing special costumes. And the Pokemon that are related to music will appear in the wild. Uh, uh, Chimeco, Cricketot, Arano, and a special costume, Pikachu. For people who buy the event tickets, Pokemon Fest 2021 is a music festival and you're the director. Help Professor Willow and the team leaders put on an incredible concert celebration by choosing between Pokemon to join the festivities. Completing the special research will give you an encounter with a mythical Pokemon. They didn't say it. It's likely Meloetta because it's music. Did they put Chatot in there? 
Was that in the list? No, Chadot's not in he there. He literally has a music note for a head. Right. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> just for just for point of contention here, I did pause because Andros spoke and it took you off track. I did I'm not sorry. want to use that against I... you. No, no, it was a legitimate question. I just didn't want to feel like I was being a cruel taskmaster. I heard all these music theme Pokemon. J- Jigglypuff? Was Jigglypuff in there? Oh, that's that's what? Gen One. Oh, is it like, not Gen One right now? Well, well, it's it's any Gen, but they didn't say Jigglypuff, but it could be. It still could be in the in there. They didn't. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's that's the music. All these lists of Pokemon, Pokemon. are generally and more. Mm. So. Okay, okay, my bad, yo. I'm not a Pokemon okay. Go guy. I just am a Pokemon guy. <laughs> All right, okay. ready? Yeah, go. Okay. Forty six okay. seconds. Okay, then Pokemon will be a. For attracted to incense based on the habitat, including unknown F and unknown G throughout the entire event. Day two will be focused on raids. Each raid you can get 10, up to 10,000 extra XP. You get 10 free raid passes for spinning discs earned one at a time. Timed research, you can earn eight remote passes and you get three remote passes for free. Uh, see here. Uh, shiny forms of unknown F, Wismer, Chimeco, Audino, Temple, Throw, and Sock will be in the game for the first time, and the admission price is decreased from last year's $15 to $5, and that's available to purchase today, and I think my time's up. That was pretty good. <laughs> wow. Like perfect pacing. That was that was something, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, I did skip a bunch to, to get through the bigger pieces, but I got through the bigger pieces. That is, you know, first and foremost, I know I put you under pressure. I got the chat was saying it was not fair. Yeah, sure. Look, it's my show. All right. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Applause. Congratulations. Thank you, Jesse. So um, for more information, see the Pokemon Go blog. They detail this out more than I did. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure there's got to be somewhere you could go and just be- read it. Because right? that's my source. And if you if you were upset <laughs> by uh, Justin's putting pressure on Jesse, please uh, send all your complaints to Mitch at Nintendo Pals. <laughs> Not Nintendo Pals, Nintendo Dads. Gmail.com. I love it. Uh, Jesse, let's jump into what we've been playing. Mitch and <laughs> Mitch and Andros. Uh, as our guest today, we're going to have you guys go first to what we've been playing. Uh, Micah, I will throw to you first. What have you been playing? Oh, well, I, uh, not Nintendo related, related, but I played Returnal for the first time. Oh, how'd you like for it? a few hours. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of roguelites, roguelike games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, haven't, I don't, can't really think of a third-person shooter roguelike that I've played. And I think they they did a good job of it. So uh, unfortunately, risk I do of not rain? have a PS Five. Risk of rain, roguelike. Risk of rain. That is that is true, ish. No, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But uh, I mean, that's more of. I guess that's uh, more of an ability shooter. Mm. There's a bigger focus on like certain abilities of each character. Returnal's more focused on just shooting. But you still get artifacts that affect things and you have like a secondary weapon. I didn't make it that far, so I could be right wrong. You get more abilities, I believe. Okay. A lot of things I've heard about it is it's very Metroid-esque in that feeling of isolation. Would you agree with that as well? Uh yeah. Say that. It's a lot faster paced, it seems like. I mean you run pretty quick in that game. It's I guess I've kind of compared a little to like Doom mm. mixed with Metroid. 
it's got that oh. like a little faster you're generally just like always moving you don't want to be stationary too long hmm. sweet that's very cool nice. but uh i haven't got around to gaming all that much uh recently finished my photo decks in pokemon snap nice blast with that yeah still enjoying that eh oh yeah i i took a little break but i'll get back into uh trying to finish like all the research goals they give you okay um yeah i think those like the pretty much like the two games i played this last week nice good stuff and you'd recommend both of them yep awesome i love it i don't know if i could quite recommend buying a ps5 for returnal yeah well that's fair it was good but enough is that good yeah. Okay. Good <laughs> feedback. Good feedback. We're the we Nintendo put, pals. We, we gotta spit on PlayStation a little bit. Yeah. You know. Right. right. No. We we don't we don't smack on PlayStation. Or we don't smack on anybody. We just only play Nintendo. <laughs> Andros, how about yourself? What have you been playing? I've played a plethora of things. Uh, I actually had to pull out my Switch to to jog my memory. First, first uh, forefront of my mind, I played some Mario Odyssey. Uh, my son uh, has been really loving that game. He's very close to Darker Side of the Moon, so uh, I helped him out with getting some more moons to unlock that level. Okay. And uh, I really enjoy those little like Koopa Race things, mm-hmm. trying to get trying to get the best time on those. Uh, so yeah, had had fun doing that, uh, and then played some Mario 3D World plus Ooh, Bowser's yeah. Fury. Uh, yeah, it's a great game. I am. Going through that, 100%ing it with my wife, and we are on World 7, like the Bowser's Castle world, and uh, about to finish that up. Then we have one world left, I believe, That's the, and then we'll get to unlock the special levels, and because we did 100% of everything, we should have all that unlocked. Nice. I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying out those, like excruciatingly painful, difficult levels that they put at the end. Yeah, I'll stream your first attempt of a uh, champion's road. I was kind of hoping I could get it done in time for, uh, we're doing Nintendo palace day this Saturday. If we, we, uh, mentioned, I was hoping I could get it done in time for that. But speaking of, I did get, uh, to the end of Mario sunshine. And I have the last level and I will be streaming that as part of Nintendo palace day. So Mario sunshine. And if you want to see me get frustrated at a game, watch me play Mario, Mario sunshine. sunshine. That's it. Mm-hmm. This before level. I didn't do the pachinko level. Heck no. Heck no, I'm not doing that one. Is that one required? I don't think it is. I have no idea. I never got that far. Gosh, let me tell you, like, how many times uh, I get, I get, I solve a puzzle in that game and you're like, you're like, oh man, I found the, I found the right fruit to give to Yoshi, bring Yoshi here to the carousel, sit him in this right spot. And it's like, and then the music starts playing. And (laughs) it's a floodless level. Floodless levels are the worst, are the Mm -hmm. worst Mario levels ever because that game, Mario controls like horrible. Uh, yes. You almost need flood in order to correct your jumps. And they mm-hmm. take flood away for these uh, levels with lots of edges that you can fall off of and die. Um, and so I spent most of the stream dying on those. Uh, that's that's about how it is. And I cursed Micah for thinking it was a good game ever. And the game <laughs> is a good game. It's an incredible game. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to finish that one up on stream we're gonna we're gonna put that one 
to the casket. I don't know what you <laughs> We're gonna finish it. We're gonna we're okay. gonna kill it, and I will never touch it again. Um, in addition to that, I played. So let's see. I, I talked about Mario, Mario, and Mario. Uh, I played a little bit of Knockout City. Tried out the free trial of that. Um, I don't. I, I'm not as like ecstatic about it as uh, a lot of people are, but I think it's fine. I I had the same feelings towards it as I did towards Ninjala when that mm. came out. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a fun multiplayer, but mm-hmm. probably won't hold my interest super long. I'll probably sure. give it give it some more goes. Uh, and did a run of Hades through that, throw that in there. And uh, let's see. I think that's it besides some Fortnite. And I wanted to end with Fortnite because I just picked up a skin in Fortnite just before the show. I'm so pumped. Uh, They collaborated with Brandon Sanderson, who's an author of the book series Mistborn. And the character Kelsier from Mistborn was added to Fortnite. Now, according to what I saw online, no one knew who that was. Uh, <laughs> not, not no one. There were people that were super pumped for it, just like me. Uh, but Micah and I are both huge fans of that book series. Uh, and so to see Fortnite collaborate with an author and books, I think this opens up some doors here that previously weren't even thought of. Like, what kind of collaborations could we see? I kind of thought they dipped into everything. You know, they did mm-hmm. movies. They they've collaborated, they collaborated John Wick, Alien. Um, gosh, what is Terminator? Marvel uh, and DC. Marvel and DC. Everything like we've got like three Batman's at this point, and uh, like just just collaborations all around. Master Chief, Kratos, uh, and then this like i never would have thought oh we'll get characters from books uh and it really makes me wonder what they're gonna do because they could really nothing is off limits mm-hmm. nothing is off limits so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited i'm excited for the future of fortnite they are really cool with their uh what they have been doing with their collaborations i almost wish though that another game would do this to the level that they're doing it uh, that wasn't a shooter because mm. I think that or limits. <laughs> Yo, well, I'd love it if Smash added characters in as fast and as as hype excite. Well, they're always hype excitement, but as fast as Fortnite does, you know, mm-hmm. Fortnite's throwing in new characters and doing these collaborations. Yeah. We got Street Fighter yeah, in there. Well, we got well, like- Fort- Fortnite is only skins and it's no no balancing, whereas Smash is balancing everything. Right, and that's that's one of the like things that's a benefit for them to be able to do that. I wish that there was some adventure like game uh, that didn't require the use of. Uh, of guns so we could see things like link come into there or uh cloud from final fantasy or you know just like uh, to be honest this kelsier character is very weird for me to like be in a game with guns like mm. because the book series at least at the point he is in the series uh doesn't have those kinds of guns it's like a fantasy okay book. uh so It'd be like adding Harry Potter in. You're like, all right, Harry, have this AK-47. <laughs> Expelliarmus. <laughs> I, I just don't. I, 
yeah, I, I wish that another game would do this. That was more of like just an action platformer or an adventure type game that had this level of crossover. Cause it's so fun and so cool. Uh, I think that people can get burnt out on Fortnite uh, and not, and even though you come back to it, there's it, there's not as much depth to the game as something like I, I don't even know what I'm looking for here, but just some some game that could could do these kind of character crossovers. Sure, well, that's great. Excellent. Yeah, I, I was actually looking at that character design as you were talking about. It looks a uh, character looks pretty cool, actually. Like oh, the actual skin sweet. looks really cool. Uh, in the books, they. Uh, he, there's like a, a constant fog on on their world. And so they wear these like cloaks to kind of blend in um, with lots of tassels that, that blend in with the fog and they put that in. So he's got like this Cape that splits into tassels. And if you're doing like uh, different emotes and stuff, those all interact. It's pretty cool. That's I, I think it looks really good. That's awesome. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, Jesse, what you look like you have one game. Yeah, uh, but before I get to that, I want to elaborate more on the Pokemon question Andros asked about Chatot. Oh, yeah. It uh, so I, I did a little quick searching. It is a Gen Four Pokemon, so I'm like, huh, we should have it and go. Then I looked at my decks. I don't have it. Turns out Chatot is only spawns in Brazil and other South American countries. Oh, South, southern half of Africa, Australia, and New Zealand. So at some point, they may have. Uh, an event that introduces those regional Pokemon into North America, like they did. If only, Kankus, Kankus yeah, if only we could mine. like change our uh, our region with today's sponsor uh, NordVPN, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to uh, figure out where you can get your adult shows from, NordVPN really helps you uh, go through international waters to get that really weird stuff you want to watch. NordVPN I mean, not sponsoring today's show. Okay, we're giving all these ads for. Ticket. I was gonna say we're getting we're giving all these ads for things that. What are we? Yeah. What 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 else do we got here? Uh, <laughs> what are those things called? Raycons. We're gonna throw in some Raycons as well. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have that conversation <laughs> real soon. <laughs> so the game I've been playing all week is not a Switch game. I've been playing this on my Xbox Series X. It's uh, the Wild at Heart. It, it's uh, free with Game Pass. It's basically oh oh yeah. So I was I was about to go like wait wait we can't talk about Xbox games here, but this one actually makes sense. It's oh, basically Pikmin sense. without Pikmin. Yeah. So if you're a Pikmin fan, this is a game to check out. You 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 have these Spritelings. You start out with only 15 of them, and you can get up to 60 um, as you as you progress through the game, you do find a, a second player. So you can split off and do things just like you can in Pikmin two and three. And, uh, I, I've finished the story. I finished, I've rolled credits. I'm trying to hundred percent the rest of the achievements. I've got like eight left. There's one collectible that I haven't been able to figure out how to get. And, uh, a, I have to do a few weird onesie twosie things to finish, clean up the rest. But if, if, uh, yeah, if you, if you like Pikmin and you have an Xbox, you know, check that check that out. How does it compare? Uh, like, if if you're comparing the two, do you like this one more, or less? It, it it definitely scratched that itch, and I and you know normally I can't play a game for more than an hour or two before needing to take a break. I was marathoning this thing. I people are saying it's a twelve hour game. I probably put thirty hours into it. You know, wow. just 
to doing all the collections and trying to be methodical with it, with searching everywhere. So it's, uh, I, I, I definitely liked it. It's kind of, the art style is kind of, kind of like, you know, Paper Mario-ish, but it, it doesn't, you know, or Paper Mario, they do things with angles as they turn around. It's, this one doesn't do that. It's either facing the camera away from it or left and right. There's like no diagonals. Those are really simple animations, but it doesn't have to be great animations because that's not the point of the game. Looks like you guys are getting raided. Are we now? Who's coming in? Again? We got Capri. Sean Capri. Sean. Hey, Sean. Thanks for jumping in. We appreciate it. Yeah. During last night's Dragon Quest uh, tail end, uh, we got raided by Roger's group. Nice. When he finished his show. Yeah, well, speaking of speaking of Sean Capri, and this is a horrible segue as we still have our guests on next week's guest, Mr. Sean Capri is joining us here on our show uh, to talk his E3 predictions as well. So we're excited. Yay. Appreciate you guys being here. You guys are finally getting some good guests on your show. Though. No, we had Sean on forever ago. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's that's I'm sorry to hear that. And there might be rumors that someone might be coming on to the Nintendo Drive show. <clears throat> Just, just, what, what? Say, just saying that's me. What's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Is he going right. to drive over and pick you up? He's just going to drive down to Lethbridge and we're going to go for a drive around uh, in Southern Alberta. And uh, with our masks on, of course, masks on, stay safe, of course. Uh, all right. So I will jump into what I have been playing. So I've been playing a couple of games. I'm going to run it by real fast. Knockout City, ladies and gentlemen, has been taking up space in my brain. It has pushed Apex Legends and Fortnite out to the sides. Oh, it and killed I have, Apex. I have been really loving Knockout City. It is that sweet combination of quick matches, Splatoon, Fortnite meets Dodgeball. I love, I love what's going on there. Um, I love that it was built on the foundation of being cross-play to start off with. I had an opportunity last night to jump on. I was playing Nick, and he was on his Xbox. We joined a crew together. We've got a Nintendo Dad's crew. If you have a crew, you can actually do crew tasks together, like asynchronous, where you're all working together. And and if Andros plays and does five things, it helps towards our contracts. Like There's a lot going on there. Really exciting. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm not super great at it, but there's a lot of learning to it. Um, I think it's a fantastic, fantastic game. As a matter of fact, during our Dad's Fest in June, where it's the Mega Dads and the Nintendo Dads coming together, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to announce we're having a Mega Dads versus Nintendo Dads Knockout City Showdown. We're doing private matches, uh, and it is going to be against a team that the Mega Dads have put together, a team of the Nintendo Dads crew. We're excited for it as well. So I am highly, highly recommending Knockout City. Uh, I love it. That's, that's my own self, but I love these kind of free-to-play quick games. Um, the next game I've been playing today is uh, Super Bomberman R Online that came out today. And uh, everything that I said about Knockout City is the complete opposite of this game. Uh, <laughs> I do not love this that much. Uh, I played the tutorial and th- three matches. Each match I lived probably about 60 seconds to maybe 90 seconds tops. My video clip is 20 minutes and I spent about 12 minutes in lobbies waiting to connect. So this is a problem when you're wanting to play a game, you know, you click the button, join, you want to jump into a match right away. I actually had a timer going and there was an average, at least three minutes that I was waiting from. Yes. I want to play to actually getting into a match with load screens. Once you're in there, it's kind of fun. I can see it. They've got a battle pass or trying to do microtransactions. 
it's there. It is also available on a bunch of other platforms as well. So there is this kind of cross play uh, part of it, but I'm not super enjoying it. I'll tell you that right now. It is free to play though. So you can download it. There's no harm. There's no foul. You can jump into it if you want. Uh, The other game I have been playing uh, is pathway and pathway came out today and pathway is a pixel art strategy kind of has like board game elements and it is a turn-based um strategy game and it is really cool it's based in like 1920s 1930s it has a very indiana jones feeling to it which is really cool and the neat part is as you progress, you basically got this like map you have to go across. And as you come to, you've got your vehicle, you, you, you have 16 characters you choose from and you unlock. They each have different abilities. You bring them onto your team. You're going across to meet an objective across like all these touch points. And when you go to these little touch points and you stop, they actually like pop up a little screen like, hey, your vehicle got stuck. Do you want to push it out or do you want to walk? And if you push it out, you're going to use your brute to be able to do that. Or you go, you found a mirage. Do you want to go to the mirage? There could be good things there or bad things. And there's so there's some chance uh, in rolling of kind of not necessarily the dice, but chance in association with it. It's very cool. One of the problems I have with it a little bit is when they when you're looking at the setting of where you are and you have a fight, like so I was fighting some uh, Nazis today. You you believe you're behind cover because there's a structure there, but it seems like you're not behind cover and they can clearly shoot you. So where cover is and where cover isn't can be a bit confusing. I found that challenging, but pathway is definitely worth the time. It's really cool. Great storytelling There's over like 500 different events. It's, it's kind of like a, a roguelike procedural generated. It's a very cool um, aesthetic as well. So I would check out pathway. The other game gave a uh, game I've been playing is wonder boy, Asha in monster world. First, the title is not great. I'm going to not, you know, I'm not going to pull punches on that, but it is a platformer. Uh, It plays really nicely from a platforming perspective. The art style is really good. The music is great. It's a bit of fun, not too challenging. It feels really, really good. And then it decides it's going to be a 3D game in a 2D space. And it doesn't do it well. Uh, And so what will happen is you run as an example is I was running along and says, oh, you have to go to the back to see something way back there. You have to find like this, almost like this arrow on the ground that then pushes you to the back and then you kind of run through there. So it's kind of trying to use the dynamic foreground and the background at the same time. And it doesn't do it really well. Um, And it becomes more frustrating than anything else. Um, When it's a platformer, it does a great job. When it is a 3D game, it's not doing a great job. Uh, And the other thing that super irritated me is that it didn't have an auto save system. In place so you literally have to actually like open your menu go to the save and save and nowadays that feels like a, a ui decision or a ux decision that you're like what are you doing with your life these things should always be automatic i don't understand why you didn't and i learned after i got killed after playing for 20 minutes and i had to redo the game so that was super frustrating so that is a cool maybe put it on a wish list if you want as well Whew. so those are those are my games that i've been playing um, yeah, I got I've got like potentially a breaking news type thing here. OK, uh, over on our Nintendo Palace discord, uh, we just had some posts in the news section that Mexico Amazon has posted a listing for the Switch Pro. What? Yeah, really? So, OK, so let's I'm going to head over and take a look at this thing. Do they have any images or anything? I am pulling it up right now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, no. this is nothing. On the, nothing. <laughs> just a okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. I'll post, uh, I'll post the link in chat for anybody okay. that's interested in looking at this. Nothing. Yeah. So were there smoke? There is. Yes, I'm seeing in the chat right now. Mecha Dragon saying smoke. So yeah. I I just thought that was as an interesting uh, development. Absolutely. If, like if it's maybe this is happening tomorrow, y'all. Like what? What? Man, and if and if you if it's it is wild. happening, you heard it here. You know what I'm saying? You heard it here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also seeing some people in the chat. Tony, Knockout City, yeah, loving it. And of course, I will say, moving on before we get move off this, if you have uh, Xbox, you have Game Pass, you have Knockout City for free. So give Always? that a shot. I'm um, pretty sure. It was one of their exclusive deals. I'm pretty sure. Nice. So, because I know they're doing the free trial till thirtieth. Yep. The block party, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can jump in right now as well for the block party as well till the thirtieth. Yeah, I see that as well. I also wanted to add. I forgot on my list, but I actually played quite a bit of uh, Spanky's Quest. Oh, the new, added yes. to the new yep. NSO. Uh, and I tried out Baseball Simulator 1.000. Nice. Getting your getting your value out of that as well. I'm like Spanky's Quest is actually pretty dang fun. Uh I get serious plock vibes from that game. Uh and with the art direction they went with and and just the goofiness of the game. But it's more of a puzzle solvy platformer. Yep. Sorts. You gotta climb around and get keys and get out the get out the door on each level. Uh that one's that one's uh, a lot of fun and uh, then baseball simulator has some wild stuff like throw your pitches and their fireballs and lightning ball throw. And uh, there was one where you like throw in a zigzag. It's a very fun baseball game for the super Nintendo. If I had had that back in the day, I would have loved that game for sure. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how well it holds up now. And then I tried that uh, magical drop two. Yep. Okay. And I uh, automatically went to the hardest difficulty setting because pro gamer here, you know, got to gotta go with the Got to go there. Got to go. No, I, I was just like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of puzzle games like that. Uh, played the uh, panel to pawn that's on there quite a bit more than I should have. Uh, and so I was like, I'll just go to the hardest one and see how difficult it is and got decently far. It's not great. I'll say that it's, it's not a great game. Uh, not, not the best puzzler out there, hmm. but it's there if you like those. So yeah. Nice. Spanky's quest. What? I don't know what they were thinking with the de- character development for that game, but you essentially are like blowing up a bubble. Uh, and I think it's bubble gum. I think that's the, the lore. <laughs> you blown up bubble gum and each time you tap it, it changes colors. And depending on which color it is, when you push a button, it remote detonates and explodes into a different sport ball. Uh, the just first tap is a baseball, and then the second mm. one's a rain of soccer balls, and then a volleyball that like dances around and does an aerial effect. It's very weird, uh, very bizarre, very fun. So nice, Spanky's cool. Quest, y'all. Try it out. Check it out. All right, I love it. I love it. Uh, Jesse, let's head over to the community spotlight. All 
right? Micah and Andros, this is where we turn the community spotlight over to you and the amazing stuff uh, and work that you do, where we can point all of our fans, our listeners. Our communities actually share a lot of people together. You guys are very active in our community as well. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of our, our, our listeners probably know of you or our patrons know of you. But tell, tell more people about who you are, what you do, what you've been doing, uh, what kind of content you create as well. Who <laughs> you want to take it? <laughs> oh, I'll, let, I'll let you take it. We are the Nintendo Pals. We are two longtime friends, and we do a Nintendo podcast together, uh, which is very loose hangout kind of thing where we cover the news, talk about games we're playing. It's very similar to what happens over here, except uh, we have Micah. So that's, I mean, <laughs> can't really compete will. with that. We is we have positive? Jesse. Is I don't know what to say there. Well, I was going to uh, say we used to have Zach, but <laughs> uh, no, we we try and get guests on every week, uh, and uh, and we we just have a blast. You know, we had Sean Capri Raiden earlier. He's been on our show. We had we had a good time talking with him. Um, we've had all of the Nintendo Dad's crew, uh, not at the same time. Uh, we can't handle that many people at once, so yeah, sure. we do one at a time. Yep. No, we could we could have you guys. We should have you guys all on at the same time. That'd be crazy. That's um, that's, a, that's a big podcast. It's a big podcast. <laughs> what I is it at that point? During that podcast, six six of us, I think. Yeah. What is that a pod anymore? Or is that a herd? Herdcast. 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 <laughs> we should we should start that right now. Just call it herdcasts. <laughs> herd oh my gosh. <laughs> We have come up with something here. But yeah, so you can find us on uh, podcast listening platforms everywhere. We're on YouTube. We are on Twitch, uh, Nintendo underscore pals on Twitch. We are at Nintendo pals podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at Nintendo pals on Twitter. Uh, you can find us in all those places. And uh, Mikey, you want to talk about what we're doing this weekend? Well, we're having our uh, one year anniversary hoopla it's kind of a, it's like the first time I've ever used that word in my life. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a good appropriate time. Yeah. Appropriate. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good choice to use there. We're going to have a party. going to be a pretty much all day. Uh, lots of streaming, some events, uh, and then, uh, so well, community games, I should say at some point, and then some more streaming, I guess it's, I don't know if we have it. 100% of mapped out yet. <laughs> yeah, two days before. Other than, we, have we have a plan. We have a plan. We have like a poll ready or something about what time works best for everyone. I don't know if yeah. we put that out or if we just meant to and didn't. Yeah, I put I put out a schedule already. <laughs> We're so organized on our on our show uh, that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how this is about how we this is about the energy level. Yeah, we well, it's mostly Andrew's the prepared one, and I like to just be the essentially I personify a random guy that just happened upon the podcast. No, like, wow, I'm just like suddenly here and I, I'm doing a podcast. I guess I'll say stuff, <laughs> you know, and that has you know, and that's a good that's a good way to capture the energy that I've been yeah, seeing from you. That is a, very try to humanize us as a podcast, yeah. you know, it does. I don't, very relatable. I think it helps anchor you. Cause I think your stars are shining too bright, you know? Mm. So <laughs> thank you. I, I don't think anyone has ever said that to me. So I, I also believe that. So yeah, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> we, we are very excited. We're doing giveaways uh, as part of hyping up for that. So uh, definitely check us out. Give us a follow yeah. on, on the Twitch. Uh, you guys, you guys got, I mean, 
the Nintendo dads are an incredible community. We uh, have a lot of people that listen here also listen to Nintendo Pals. So I'd say like nine out of 10 Nintendo dads fans agree that Nintendo Pals is pretty awesome. <laughs> According to proven studies. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's, that's very proven. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to read a couple, a couple of comments that came through the Twitch chat as well. Uh, Nintendo, uh, it's like Nintendo Dads, except it's actually with pals. Uh, Nintendo pals, where they actually like each other, uh, which is great. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. I think that's, I think that's actually more of a shot at us, Nintendo pals, where they actually <laughs> like each other. Um, what, what, when have you guys not liked each other? I haven't. I, I have, think. I've I think people think I'm mean to Jesse, which I would say, if you're upset with how I treat Jesse. Why do you think Marty's not here today? All right. That's all I'm going to say to that. Okay. Uh, we've also had some statements of a murder of podcasts, a gaggle. Uh, so, yeah, a there's murder? a lot of a murder of podcasts. So that's not good. No, we're not. No, no. it's well, there's a murder My reply of to that was it sounds like a crime scene. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I just got yelled at by Tim, who says, don't mess with Micah's groove, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of yeah, we love Tim. a lot of we love Micah's. No, I think they're getting yeah, mad at that me. That means a lot, actually. It's- yeah, I think they're getting mad at me because they feel like I hurt Micah's feelings. And uh, Micah, did I hurt your feelings? No, I mean, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, I, I think after this, Mitch and Eric are going to go out and do something. Yeah, as I was say, again, Mitch, I appreciate you being here. That's all I need to say. Well, actually, a fun little story is uh, Andrew asked if I want to do this uh, podcast. And I actually assumed he meant like I would be a guest for the first episode. I was like, oh, cool. I'll guest on this first episode. And like next week, he's like, okay, well, the podcast is now this time. And I was like, I guess I'm on a podcast now. But uh, what? So he, I mean, so what? I, this is a revelation to me. Even Andy didn't know that story. But, so uh, he wasn't kidding when he said he accidentally started hosting a podcast. Yeah. It, it, it's, wow. It is, yeah, actually true. But, uh, Micah, Micah blast, and I have been though. friends for a long time, yeah. and we are both longtime Nintendo fans. Uh, we have picture evidence of us hanging out when we were in, like, Cub Scouts. Like, wow. how we actually you? didn't know each other. No, point. we didn't. Like, but we, we were in the same picture. Um, and, yeah, so we, we've, been friends since, be. we've been friends since uh, first start of high school, so it's been well over a decade at this point, um, and more if you count the 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 random picture i knew it was micah in the picture because micah has got a, a a very uh specific look and that is sweatpants and sandals always a, uh, yeah, wow. i had two nicknames in high schools so one was jesus because i always wore sandals i guess and had long hair and the other one was sweats and sandals guy so yeah. <laughs> i only found these out like three years later <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> think we broke. Apparently, oh. I was kind of popular. I I don't know, popular. in a not popular sort of way. Just I, like this podcast hosting <laughs> deal, it's like exactly the same energy. Everybody loves Micah. I I love that. Like Micah's like I had two nicknames, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> or Sweatbands and Sky. It's like what? Oh man, that is oh. This is fantastic stuff. Oh, I want to say this, I, you know, and, I, and I've been razzing both of you uh, a fair bit here, but sure. Look at, thank you so much for coming on. It is great to have you. Uh, I love, I love what you guys do over there. 
just your energy, just your passion for it. And again, you guys are just building. So I've, I'm a part of your community. I get to pop in, take a look and participate and contribute everyone's well. You guys, the community is so great. And uh, I'm so happy that we're able to connect and do this kind of stuff together. It's, it's just a great, great opportunity. So thank you so much for. Thanks for having us on. Oh, man. Yeah. This is like, I, I feel like we made it. Like that's this was this was a goal we when made I started the, the show. Good is what he's trying. Well, no, no, we made it because we're here as guests. Yeah, like, yeah. You, a, you yeah. made it through this episode, which is we great because I've just been verbally abusive to both of you. And uh, no, I mean it was yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So this is yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Seeing a lot of love in here, by the way, through the Twitch chat as well. It's literally all down here, downhill from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just gonna say Sean said that, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, man, this is good stuff. Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's head over to, uh, and again, of course, if you haven't liked, subscribed, go check out their podcast. And guys, give them a love this weekend as well. Uh, remind me after the show, we need to make sure that we're hosting you guys this weekend on Twitch. Oh, you can do that? Um, yes, we can. I'm such I, a Twitch noob, guys. I don't I, know I'm how a... to do that, but I know a guy, his name is Tim, who knows how to do that for me, <laughs> for us. So I'm really going to ask him. I'll, yeah, I'll, all I know, we, we, when, before we started our Dragon Quest thing last night, we were retwitching Roger's stream. Yeah. And then, and then, so I know, I, just, I know, I've seen it done. I just don't know how to do it either. I did a stream on Monday and we were hosting Sean Capri's stream. I had to like stop hosting him. And then I felt bad. And I was like, do I send him a message? Like, I'm going to stop hosting you. And then he's like, I'm sure he doesn't really care. You don't have, you don't have to specifically not stop hosting. As soon as you go live, you'll override him. That's what I've been saying forever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's move on to our community questions. Jesse, do we have a bumper for this? Uh, no, it's just part of this community spotlight. Give me a community question. Community questions. Here, yeah, let's go. I heard, I heard, I heard a faint bumper. What was that? Yeah, what was that exactly? I I had the volume low to prepare for outro, but I hit this. Hey, man, you boob! There you go. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, fantastic stuff! We are, we are, we are, we are really embracing that uh, dumpster fire today. I mean, All right. it is a dumpster fire, and that is why we have uh, two pieces of trash for guests. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow. Insulting both of us. Oh, that's not true. Okay. Okay. I was <laughs> like, I was like, that is harsh. <laughs> no, for guests. Yeah, this, this, is, oh. this is our podcast. Oh man, now. I, you're the guest. No, yeah. I thought you took. <laughs> I thought you took it over the. Took no, over the floor, I'm sorry, guy. guys. No, I would that's never. Okay. I would never call. <laughs> no, that's. But in all fairness, I've been throwing some hot fire at at Micah all night. So in fairness, that was probably due to come back. No, you've been Uh, throwing all the fire at Mitch. It's fine. He's not even here. That Mitch guy guy is kind of a loser. (laughs) Maybe Mitch should start his own Twitter account like Eric does. Oh, I do think Eric and Mitch need to start their own show. That'd be some amazing stuff. Uh, first question comes from uh, Chris NHL 94 rewind says my son went through some storage bins to find Lego dimension characters as they got mixed up with his Lego characters. Did Lego dimensions die with the Wii U or will this ever be come back in a future console? Um, it died not because of the Wii U y'all. That was, yeah. It yeah. I did some research. I, f- I forgot what systems this was on. Cause I never owned it, but it was, it was on Xbox and PlayStation and so if it didn't die because of the Wii U was dying, it, it went from 2015 to 2017. Um, but yeah, it, it came if, out. I was going to say it came out at the tail end of the toy 
uh g- game hype craze like it was it was at the end of it and the yeah. other ones were all dying out you know you got like the spyro ones gosh what were those called the big the skylanders skylanders yeah. was all gone and yeah. the disney ones those were all starting to hit the discount bins and then they're like hey lego dimensions and people are like eh. yeah it yeah, it, it just, it, you know, and I'm actually surprised Amiibo survived through that because it was, it was, and it probably only survived because Nintendo has a war chest to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If it was because of the Wii U, I think it would still would have survived on the other systems, but it died everywhere. So it was, it was just doomed to fail. Yeah, I think so. Uh, next question. Uh, yeah. So I don't think it'll ever come back. I think it's, it's done and dusted uh, as it was. Uh, Bruce Patterson asks, dear Jesse, do you have a record player? Okay, I thought you were going to ask read everything first. So. No, I actually. Well, I want your response because if you're like no, then okay. we're well, just going to move on. I was going to suggest everyone answer this as well, but no, I don't. I haven't had okay. one since I was probably six. Okay, because Bruce says the Final Fantasy vinyl box looks pretty snazzy, and would you get it? I'm not a vinyl collector, so I probably wouldn't. But I know people who are in vinyl. Yeah, I, I, I have so much of my library in digitized both mm. audio and video. I don't think I could ever go back even for nostalgia reasons to uh, a physical form. Nice. Okay. Gents, what about you guys? Do you guys have uh record players? I don't, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting interested in maybe, in maybe checking them out. Um, and that might be a hundred percent because retro logic just gave away a plock vinyl. Like, how cool is that? They just got a plock vinyl, like like the soundtrack. I gotta, to plock. I gotta have a call with Dan and see what he's doing over there. I have some concerns. <laughs> I have some real concerns about um, that. But that like, well, I mean, he couldn't sell it. It was like useless. So he might as well give it away. <laughs> I I am not a music aficionado, but I love video game music. I love it. Like uh, listen to game soundtracks a, a lot. Um, well, yeah, probably sixty five percent of my entire iTunes library is video game music. So wow. I, I think I would get into it to collect vinyls for games that I love. And probably sixty uh, percent of cool what's left is Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I feel like there's definitely a Venn diagram of overlapping in there as well. <laughs> Video game music and, and Weird Al. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, next question. Mecha Dragon asks. How does it feel knowing that people love Sonic the Hedgehog way more than they love Zelda, Legend of Zelda? Here's where I should where have an objection people? button, but I don't have one. Objection! I know that there was a bit of a hot conversation on Kind of Funny Games Daily this week regarding uh, Sonic and Zelda. And uh, Blessing's commentary was that more people uh, probably there's more love, I guess, shown to Sonic than there is to Zelda right now. Yeah. But I mean, Sonic still puts out a dumpster dumpster fire of the game every year where Zelda hasn't had a a game. That's not a remake sent for for over four years. Plus there's the movie, which (laughs) I feel like helps spread the love. Yeah. I like it. Zelda has, a problem with uh, IP recognition and name recognition. So Sonic, yes. he's the mascot. It's the name of the franchise. It's all tied together. Zelda is the name of the princess you save, the Legend of Zelda. 
and the main character is actually a link. Uh, and there, there's, there's that distinction, which makes it automatically harder to be just like a name drop thing. But uh, it's okay because Link is good friends with a certain red-hatted plumber who uh, mm-hmm. crushes Sonic in pretty much every way. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, and that's so- hash- sorry, Sonic. Yep, yeah. hashtag truth. Truth bomb. Right? I'm like uh, being I'm being so sassy to things today. Right? I'm sorry, no, y'all. It's, no, it's the don't hype apologize. energy coming in at like I I have a lot of toxic energy that just spreads out to people to kind of be sassy. So, um, so Sean in yeah. the chat says I almost named my kid Miles but went with Link instead. That's a true story. What a I don't hero. Know what a hero. Tails is the best part of Sonic. Oh, well, that actually kind of comes into our next question. Thank you, Micah, for transitioning us there. That was such a smooth job because Mecha Dragon continues and asks, well, on the subject, who is your favorite Sonic character and Sonic game? So, Micah, are you saying Tails? Oh, for sure. Okay. Do you have a favorite Sonic game? Um, It's been so long since I've played but i probably one of the original trilogies the, of the original trilogy one two or three that or uh i actually enjoyed sonic adventures Ooh. or adventure i don't know if there's an s but to be fair i was quite young when i played it so it might not have been that good of a game but those are some of the oh wait someone just mentioned sonic spinball and yes that game is actually quite good sean caprice nice. okay all right so essentially all the old Sonic games that I've played, I've liked. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, Andros? I am like so uh, not sonic <laughs> Like, I, I just, I, like, I hardly played any Sonic games. I didn't have the Sega. Um, and, you know, the systems that Sonic came on that I had, uh, those were bad Sonic games. So oh, I didn't, I never picked up like the Sonic 06 and all those 3D Sonics, Sonic Forces. Nah, not for me. But if I have to pick a favorite character out of them, because I do think he's a cool character. Um, I, th- I think I'll go with Dr. Eggman. Dr. Eggman mm. is like such a good villain character. And uh, I love Jim Carrey's portrayal of Dr. Eggman. I thought that was hilarious. I'm excited to see what they do with that in the sequel. Cause you know, at the end he, he turned into Dr. Eggman. He got the shaved head and the big yeah. mustache. Oh yeah. yeah. That's going to be awesome. Nice. So what does everyone else call him? Cause I always say Dr. Robotnik. I mean, but my first, Sonic I mean, calls him Eggman. And I, 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 I was just curious. So what, what, why that would be one way for some people and another for others. I don't know. I, in older th- games, did he maybe say Robotnik? I, I don't know if this is true, but my if I'm remembering right, he was always Eggman in Japan, but was was translated into Dr. Robotnik in North America, and then they, over time, he just lost that, and it just kept Eggman. Much I mean, like, Robotnik is his, like, real name in the lore, and the Eggman is what Sonic calls him and what everybody calls him. Yeah. But it's like, like Bowser is not Bowser in Japan. He's just King Koopa and always has been. Bowser is a North American entity. So just something every day. So localization <laughs> differences. Cool. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Jesse, Sonic things. Do you have a favorite? Or as I said, I've never played a Sonic game more than a level, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. So I don't have a favorite game nor a character. What's your favorite color? Purple. Is there a purple Sonic character? Someone There's in chat, throw that one. up. 
Amy? Well, I don't want Amy. No. There's that, there is a purple yeah, one. I don't like, know her name, though. I love this idea of like... just a dark, dark purple. I love this idea of like Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy. <laughs> like, yeah. like just... Are you trying to lead me into saying Big the Cat? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Nice. He's no one's favorite character. They have like a semi-real name and then two body parts, and then they're back to real names again. Yep. Uh, man, that is such a weird franchise. No, maybe Rouge for you know reasons, but uh, other than that, no, not really. Yeah, okay. reasons. Right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a two and a half hour dumpster fire the entire time, but I have had just a great time and I have loved every minute of it. Uh, Andros, uh, Micah, better known as Mitch, better known as Jesus, better known as sweatpants and sandals guy. Thank you so much for being here from the Nintendo pals. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I suggest highly that you go find them on all the social medias. You find them on the podcast. You subscribe on YouTube, you subscribe on Twitch um, and support them in every single way. Cause they're absolutely doing a fan, fantastic job. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Super awesome. We will, uh, we're going to close out the show. Uh, a couple of things I want to say here. Thank you. Thank you so much to all of our incredible subscribers over on YouTube. Here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Maybe you're like, I already subscribed to you on YouTube. Go hit the notification bell. And here's why we literally have videos coming out every single day. And as we lead up to E3, we have special E3 videos, micro videos, less than five minutes long, where we have some of our favorite guests, industry commentaries, and uh, friends from around our podcast universe come in and give us their E3 predictions. Do I, do, am I going to tell you right now that Roger's base is one of them? Yes. Am I going to tell you that the Canadian legend Victor Lucas is one of them? Yes. couple of our IGN friends? Yes. Go over, hit the bell so you get those videos when they hit out as well. Thank you to everyone on Twitch who supports us as well. We greatly appreciate it. If you are looking for any Nintendo Dads merch, head over to tpublic.com. And also huge, huge thank you to our amazing Patreon producers, Chris Mears, David Ernsberg, Antonio Contrario, Steve Warner, and Solo Something. Man, you guys are executive producers, and we love you, love you. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to learn more about Nintendo Dads, head over to nintendodads.org, where you can find our information on YouTube, tweets, podcasts, all the links to our social, the Patreon, merch, shops, all that interesting stuff if you're interested. And of course, if you want to email us, send us an email directly at nintendodads at gmail.com or call us and leave us a voicemail, 929-25-N-DADS or 929-253237. Big thanks to OC Remix and the music that you were hearing throughout the show. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, head over to our podcast catchers, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. If you want to leave a four-star review, that's fine. Anything less than that, take those stars and go somewhere else. We don't want that negative energy here. You know what I'm saying? bring all the positivities and of course ladies and gentlemen the road to e3 2021 continues next week in the hot spot as our guest mr sean capri ladies and gentlemen for gentlemen for myself for jesse for micah andros from the nintendo pals <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much continue to get excited for e3 be good be kind take care of each other take care bye-bye Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. Please understand. Nintendo Dads Podcast.